I know it's a, a little self-serving. Bam, we're live. But I wish some of these companies would just work with us and uh, we could do so much for their events if there was just like, it would be so easy to promote. You, th this isn't exclusive to the CrossFit scene either. Um, yeah, I, I, look at the, I look at the PFL. I mean, I, mean I, I, bet, I bet you if they just worked with us, we could have sold them 10,000 more. Step on podcast alone could have sold them 10,000 more pay-per-views during the Kayla Harrison fight. I didn't even know it was happening. Honestly, if, if they, if they would have just worked with us for the last year and what does work with us mean? They don't have to pay us anything. Just keep us in the loop or tell us who you want us to interview of your fighters. And we would have made you an extra five, $500,000 at 50 bucks a pop, 10,000 more, um, more views trying to figure out my headphones here can you still hear me yeah like like let, like let me tell you like this thing just happened to me uh jedediah snelson snelson mm -hmm. he just sent me the link to wheel wad so oh yeah that's not i didn't even know that was happening either so so check guy. yeah check this out this shit is live right now like how how is someone not who who works there? I mean, I know people are busy. It's like it's like the other day someone. Um, this is live right now on the Wheel Wad Games uh, day one. Oh, I better pause that. I, I never know who hates me and is going to report me for promoting their shit. But um, the the other day we had someone on the show, and before they came on the show, I think it was uh, Paul uh, Alcoby. And he said, hey, do you want me to promote this on my channels? And I said, yeah. He said, do you have any content for me? And I understand we don't have the resources. We, we barely have the resources to make this thing work like this. So we don't make promotional materials and send them out to people so that they can advertise for us that they're going to be on this podcast. But <clears throat> I'm just looking at this and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is this is cool. We definitely could have gotten uh, behind. This. I mean, we will get behind it. But all th There's so many things that we could help where it could be mutually beneficial. I think Kim is over there. Kim Decker. Oh, the, the lady we had on who can't see. Yeah. She's, I think she's competing this weekend. That's awesome. It's awesome. And what, what, it looks like a great venue. Yeah. It's a massive field house. It's really cool. It looks like this is just day one. Subscribe to this. Subscribe. Turn on all notifications. You know what I was tripping on the other day is we live in a weird society. You can, f you can follow someone on Instagram, but then make it so that you don't get any of their notifications. I, I heard the, the CEO or president saying this, like it was a good thing. And then you can turn off the fact that you see any of their content so that they won't know that you unfollowed them. Yeah, just like, like mute them. Yeah, I'm like, what a fuck. It's like promoting deceit. Like, hey, dude, if I've you done it. If you want to unfollow someone, just unfollow someone. There are a couple pages that I've done that to, like meme pages or something, where I've like followed it, but I've muted them because they just take up so much of my feed. Right. And then, right. but like, if it's like a private page or something, if somebody I know sends stuff, from there to me, then I can still see it. But that's the only reason I would do it. Yeah, he actually couched it as if you don't want him to know that you unfollowed them. 
It's such a. Oh, I don't really care. Yeah. I'll go through my followers and unfollow like yeah. 300 people at a time just because they're of no, no use to me. No offense to those 300 people. One time I unfollowed everyone on my, on my page. I was trying, mm. I thought maybe it would help me get unshadow banned. And I got like a dozen people who hit me up asking if something's wrong with our, our relationship. I'm like, uh, no. I mean, it's like Dave who doesn't follow anybody. Right. Those are high. Those are, those are high maintenance friendships. You know, the the same thing, uh, this, if you don't think that your friends lie to you, or if you hold your friends to a standard that's so high, you're, you're never going to have any good friends. I I would even argue like I've, I I had a, I had a friend one time um, who owed me 4,000 bucks, never paid me. Another friend owed me another friend. I lent $3,000 to, so they could finish, finish their MBA at uh, what's the school in Malibu at Pepperdine. My neighbors one time robbed me and then the guy came over. He was paranoid. I think he was on meth and admitted it and gave us all our shit back. And my, and my roommates at the time wanted me still to report him to the police. I'm not doing that. I don't, I, I, I would argue that my friendships that have gone through that shit are richer. I've had roommates who are heroin addicts who uh, stole my bike and sold it. I'm not telling you that it doesn't frustrate me. But those aren't things that make me, would make me hate someone. It's the same with the Liver King thing. It's so interesting that Hiller made that entire video that to me clearly shows that what Hiller is saying is, is that, Hey, this guy stood for something and, and, and walked the walk. And a lot of people saw him walking the walk, but because he wasn't perfect, you hate him. And, or, or, or you resent him or you think that some guy on the internet owed you something because of the expectations you put on him. And it's like, hey, you put those expectations on him. He never was watch- Go ahead. I was watching that documentary that Jonah Hill put out. It's like Sputs or Stuts or something like that. And it's like a <clears throat> interview with his therapist. So this therapist he's had for like five plus years basically like changed Jonah Hill's life or whatever. Uh-huh. But Jonah Hill started talking about that same thing where if you put your heroes on this pedestal or people you idolize on this pedestal of like, perfection and then they do something to to wrong you or to put a like damper on your expectations like now you're offended and you're mad at them you did that you're projecting your own expectations on somebody that you don't even know but they're also just as human as you um it, it, it it's so well said and, and and no one takes responsibility for the for the uh, this isn't a pity party either no one um no i'm not hungover i had one white claw my my kids you want to know something my kids are absolutely the sickest they've been in the entire time i've owned them yeah i said it own them <laughs> and you should return them and they, it's been like two weeks. It's kind of crazy. They're, they're coughing in a way that I've never heard any human being cough. And, like uh, or something? and then yesterday, I, I don't know if I got it or what, but I haven't been sleeping at all. Yeah. I slept five hours cause we did the, the, the podcast. Yeah. The expectations, the expectations we put on people are fucking nuts. Is that why you're in the guest house? 
Oh no, I'm in the guest house because I'm I'm doing my. Oh, look at that! Are you guys talking about <laughs> the expectations of me being on time? No. <laughs> and but but you know what that does bring me to? It's even it's even like the fight. It's it's even like the fighters. Like look at look at look at Bellator in in the UFC. We were just talking about just like ways that people could promote shit better. Like if if I'm a if I'm a fighter, and I apologize for dragging you into this, Dalton. Good morning. Uh, Dalton Rasta, uh, undefeated in seven amateur fights, undefeated in seven uh, professional fights, basically 14 and 0, fighting on December 9th on Showtime uh, at uh, Mohegan Sun. It's going to be an epic fight. Uh, one of the most beautiful human beings alive, a man that's as big as a 205er and fights like a 155er. It's going to be a truly, um, it's a pleasure watching him uh, perform. If I'm a fighter and I'm in your and I work at you, you're at a um, American Top Team, right? Yes, sir. And and I have more followers than Dalton. I take a I would take a fucking picture with him and, and post it on my Instagram. Like there should be this. I noticed that like e even with the CrossFit athletes or with all these other athletes, like everyone should be promoting everyone, and there should be like this crazy synergy. And I just don't see I just don't see that as much as um, like look at Patty Pimlet and, and Molly Meatball. No one would fucking know who Molly Meatball is. Meatball Molly, but Patty just fucking drug her onto the train, and and she's killing it. Yeah, I mean, you can't give all that credit to Patty though. She's done her no. thing. No, she had that spinning elbow too that kind of put her on the map. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not, I'm not saying that, but like. Here's the truth. This is one of the greatest up and coming fighters ever. And no one no one's going to know who who he who you are until like like it would be so much richer if you got on the Dalton Rasta train now and there's people at his gym who know that. And I I, I don't know. I I I just think that there should be a synergy that people should be lifting each other up. It, yeah. it, it, it takes nothing from another fighter by promoting you. It takes nothing from if uh, if that dickhead LeBron James were just to put his arm around the rookies and take pictures and put them on his Instagram. It would do. No it, it takes nothing from him. That's the thing people don't realize. When you elevate, what is it? Rising tides raise all ships. I, yeah. I, huge, I hugely believe in that. MMA is an individual sport, though, you know, and <clears throat> a lot of people. Believe it or not, some of these fighters are in in it just to make a paycheck because they have no other way to. You know, right, right. I respect it. I respect it. They don't care yeah. about like getting famous. Some people do, on the other hand, and they have other ways of making paychecks. They're doing this for attention, but uh, I say the good majority of people that do this were good at fighting or realized that they had potential to be good at fighting, and it was a pretty easy way for them to make a paycheck rather than, you know, going to college or, um, you know, or seek out other opportunities that really weren't there in the first place. Crazy tough road to toe though. Right. I mean, becoming a fighter is just, it's like, yeah, it's not for everybody. You don't play fighting. <laughs> it's not like other, every other sport where you play, you know, you don't play fighting and that's the truest thing. People die in the cage. You know, people die in the boxing ring. It's a very brutal sport. When you lose, it's it can be very humiliating. You know, you millions of people are watching uh, UFC, Bellator, PFL, at all. Millions of people are watching, 
and you could be on top of the world and everybody's your fan and you're winning and winning and winning. And then you see it all the time. One person takes a loss, everybody starts shitting on them. You know, sometimes it's a really bad loss. Somebody gets knocked out and they're humiliated in front of everybody in the world. And that's a risk that they have to take going into the cage. And you hear a lot of fighters talk about it all the time where they're like, I can get knocked out, you know, and it's humiliating and the whole world's we'll get to see that. So that's the fear that a lot of these people have whenever they step in the cage. Uh, uh, how, how many deaths is it? Is it nine, seven, se- excuse me, seven recorded deaths resulting from uh, mixed martial arts. And then nine from unregulated bouts. Yeah. And you have to understand this is a newer sport too. 1990s. And every fight changes your life. Every fight's your Super Bowl too, which is fucking nuts, right? It's yeah. like, especially a guy like you who who has uh, an O in the uh, loss column. But there's, I, I I always trip on that. There must be so much fucking insane pressure on fighters because every fight is literally the Super Bowl. You, you don't have any. It's not like the the baseball season or the basketball season where you have, you know, I don't know how many fucking hundred games those guys play. God, dude, it's crazy. You're undefeated. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, every single fight you you step into the. If you lose, you know that, I mean, win or loss, regardless, it's not a race from your record where you see, look at football and other sports, they have seasons. You know, a team might do bad this season. The next season, they're doing well. Everybody hops back on the train. Everybody's excited. The whole fan base is going crazy. You yeah. know, they might finish undefeated like the freaking Patriots did or like the Dolphins did back in the 70s. And they ended up winning a Super Bowl. But, you know, those are the glorifying moments. But, Sometimes, like this year with the Steelers, where we're a winning franchise year in and year out, we're not doing so well, you know. But people are always like, there's always next season. With fighting, you go out there, you get knocked out, you get humiliated, you get a loss on your record. That doesn't get erased. You just keep fighting. And there's always going to be people talking about that loss. Yes. All, uh, speaking of losses, um, what did you did you watch the Israel-Alex Bahia fight? Mm-hmm. It's a great fight. It is um as a as a fan when I look at Alex Pahea, I can't even believe he's a real human being. He's a huge, dude. Huge, biggest eighty five pounder I've ever seen in my entire life, dude. He's listed at six four, but Izzy was like six three, and he made Izzy look short in the cage. It might have just been the camera angles and like how he's in his stance, but nonetheless, he still looked massive. And then on top of that, you know, Izzy was. Kind of look like a toothpick next to him too. It's like, how does this guy make 185 pounds? Yeah, absolutely nuts. Is it hard for you to make? Um, I, I watched a bunch of your interviews yesterday, and you're extremely passionate about uh, the way you treat your body, what you eat, and 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 actually even who's involved in in um in in that process. Um, is it? It sounds like it's kind of easy for you to make 185, or I shouldn't say easy. It sounds like you have it really dialed in. I couldn't believe what I heard you say yesterday. You said that the day before weigh-ins, you drink a gallon of water. Yeah, I still do. And there's a lot of fighters that will cut their water out 24 hours before. <laughs> if we if we weigh in at 9 a.m., they'll have their last bit of water at 9 a.m. the day before on Wednesday. There's a lot of guys that don't eat or drink water, and I'm like, that's so bad for your body. Not just because you're dehydrating, you're, you're dehydrating yourself from the workout later at night and then go to sleep or whether you're doing it the morning up to get the last few pounds off. You're dehydrating yourself by forcing the water out. But not only that, you're not consuming water for 24 hours. 
right. terrible for your body. Same thing with the food, you know, your insulin levels, everything else that has to, that, that involves, I mean, you're, you're in a fasted state. There's obviously benefits to fasting, but whenever you're dehydrated and you're losing weight and you're not taking in any carbs or any, really any food at all, you know, you're, you're destroying your hormones, you're destroying your body. And there's a, there's a lot of, like I said, nutritionists that I feel like are doing it wrong and I'm not going to be their guinea pig. You know, I, I have it dialed in. Like you said, um, I wouldn't call it easy. It's easy for me. It's not going to be easy for 99% of human beings. You know what I mean? And that's why at the top of each sport, you have less than 1%. I want to, I want to share this with you guys. Uh, this is from, um, Dalton's Instagram page. I don't think I sent you this. Uh, Caleb, that's why I'm pulling it up. Okay, here we go. Let me let me know if you guys can't hear this. I'm 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 on I'm I'm out of my normal studio, so my shit kind of can get a little weird. It's what y'all been waiting for, ain't it? Well, people pay paper folk game it. They can't stain it. Oh, they no, want something new. I so let's get really Hold on, hold on. Where's that video? Where it's got Conor McGregor. Oh, here it is. Is it? Yeah, here it is. This is great. You've got to feel some way. So why not feel unbeatable? Why not feel untouchable? Why not feel like the best to ever do it? This is such a good message. Is, is this a... Uh, when when you heard him say all that, were you like, "Yeah, that's me. I, I, I'm going to embody that mindset." When you heard Connor say that, if you're going to yeah. feel some way, why not just feel unbeatable? Yeah, I mean, so at the the person who made that video for me, his name's Jack Glickstein. Uh, Jack who? Jack Glickstein. He's up and coming, uh, like videographer and media guy. He's with like Cage Media, and he does a lot of my stuff and. Uh, I mean, just going off the quotes, that's Conor McGregor, someone I looked up to since I first, yeah, he's young. He's still in college. He's about to graduate. That's the way you uh, do it. Yeah. That's the way you do it. Long story short, the Conor McGregor quotes, I I mean, I've been looking up to him since I was, since I started MMA. You know, he changed the sport. Uh, He's done so many inspirational and motivational things to plenty of fighters, you know, regardless, all the other bullshit that he did aside when he was on his way up before he got rich, you know, he's a super inspirational person, super good fighter, you know, made it out the mud. And, uh, I mean, I feel like that's kind of where I came from and I started from the bottom and I'm making it, making my way up every day, you know, every fight, one fight at a time. And uh, there's a lot of his quotes and a lot of things that he said and have done that I can resonate with. Um, going going back to the food thing, you talk about how you take tests to sh- uh, to show yourself what foods you might um, be. I'm not sure what the exact word is, but intolerant to. Yeah. So I let me clear that up. I haven't done it in a while. This my, the first time I did it again was just recently. Uh-huh. Uh, Elite Living and Health the. Uh, company I'm sponsored by uh, just joined the team recently. They ordered one for me. I had them one or, order one for me as long as well as like other blood work, uh, like your vitamin D levels, vitamin B, the whole like panel, your lipids, iron levels, hemoglobin, 
Um, so I did all that to see everything, and I found out that I'm no longer intolerant or allergic to any foods really at all. Oh, wow. Which is interesting because last time I got it done, I was intolerant to almonds and um, cashews and peanuts. Like there was a lot of nuts on there that I was intolerant to. And what does that mean? They just cause like, excess inflammation? Yeah. So when it, when you eat these foods, they cause inflammation in the gut, which cause inflammation throughout your body, your joints, uh-huh. your muscles. It raises your cortisol levels, lower your HRV levels. There's several different things that happen in your body as a chain reaction of events whenever you eat these foods that you're intolerant to. And that's why I said whenever these nutritionists um, are creating these these plans and these templates for these fighters, not just fighters, just regular everyday people, yeah, there's still a possibility for you to lose weight just because calories in, calories out, but metabolically, you might not be doing the healthiest thing. Uh, general wellness, you might not be doing the healthiest thing. You you can see your HRV tanking, you can see your resting heart rate rising, your respiratory rate rising, your sleep going the crap, uh, just cro- chronically inflamed, always hurt or sore or tired or whatever. And, and a lot of this comes down to they really don't know what they're I – don't, I don't want to say they don't know what they're doing, but they, they don't know – each person individually. So every single person is different. Every person is intolerant or allergic to different things. And you're giving the same exact plan to every single person. And at the end of the day, you need to get that tested. You need their food allergies, their food intolerances. You need to see what carbs or uh, what macros they burn. What Are they burning their, their fats? Are they burning their carbs? So you can adjust their macros based on that. Um, you should be using something, an aura ring, a, a whoop. Uh, you watched my interviews. You, you heard me talk about all this. Something to track all your data, your statistics, and your metrics to make sure what you're doing is actually working and improving their general wellness and their health, not just the scale. Why did you Why did you switch from we, – we, we dog the whoop a lot on this show just because they've had some issues with their 4.0 and they've had some misleading advertisements – but the way you're talking about it is it doesn't actually matter what the metrics are. It's just relative to each other. And I like if they did have your heartbeat wrong, all that matters is that it's consistent. But yeah, if it's consistently wrong, let's say it's off by two beats per minute all the time. It's still you still see what direction it's going. Right. Right. You know, you see an upward trend or a downward trend. Right. Um, so I. Why did you switch to the to the ring from the whoop? Yeah, I was just getting to that. Awesome. I uh, the only reason I switched to the ring. So I mean, there was a few. I shouldn't say the only reason. There's a few reasons. The whoop, you wear it on your wrist, but they they have you know the bicep band. You can wear it on your waist, everything. Now, whenever I wear it on my bicep, always fly out of it. And I got the tightest fucking bicep band you can get. I got uh, one that fit me perfectly, and I got a big one. Tried them all, kept flying out during practice. If I wore it on around my wrist under my glove, would always flip upside down. Never track my workouts on top of all that, it would always break. I went through seven different seven different whoops. If I went into my nightstand drawer right now, a lot of them are a 3.0, but I had two 4.0s before I finally just gave up. I have a crap ton of whoops just sitting in there because they have to send me new ones all the time. And then I have to wait for a week and a half, two weeks before I get it. Sometimes it was right before the fight. So I wasn't able to track my calories and my recovery for the last couple of weeks of my fight, which bothered me. Um, so I got frustrated with a lot. I actually canceled my membership like twice and then I went back to it 
because I tried like the Halo by uh, Amazon and it wasn't as good. So then I went back to it. And then after I stopped using it the last time, I got an eight sleep and uh, that tracks your HRV and your resting heart rate. But I don't feel like it's as accurate, at least the HRV part of it. So I got the Aura Ring. Uh, on top of that, the Whoop, $30 a month. Unless there's packages you can do 12 months at a time, 18 months at a time, which make it cheaper. But this $300 for the ring, and then you get the first six months free. And after that, it's like five or six dollars a month, which it sounds like I'm promoting this shit, which I'm not. I'm not sponsored by them. Uh, I can care less who uses which. But for me, this made more sense. Um, I think it's able to take more damage, handle a lot more. It's a little bit more durable. You'll wear that under your gloves during training? Yes, I do. And the only thing I wouldn't advise doing is lifting with it on because I lifted with it on and I wasn't thinking at all. I didn't think ahead. I was kind of being stupid, but I got scratches and scuffs and everything all over the bottom from when I was doing pull-ups and shit with it on. And it got all jacked up on the bottom, which nobody could see. You can only see the top, but it still bothers me. You know what I mean? Um, So yeah, so between the functionality of it um, the fact that the whoop kept breaking all the time. And then this is cheaper over time. The first year you end up spending 30 bucks a month. If you break it down the ring plus the membership. And then every year after that, it's like five or $6 a month compared to 30 or 24 or whatever, based on what deal you do at whoop. So it's saving me a lot of money as well. But I will say one thing, uh, before you take back over, this is not as accurate with my workouts by by far like it'll like it won't be able to track my heart rate over a certain amount like whenever i reach my heart rate reaches so high it'll just stop tracking it'll be like dots and it'll say no data and then like sometimes like my workouts where i know for sure i reached max heart rate just because of the left i'm not able to breathe you know i'm not able to talk you know i'm, I'm gasping for air bent over can't can't and i mean i'm in, i'm a fit athlete you know i'm in really good shape whenever i get to that point i'm like okay yeah, I'm at max heart rate. I'm definitely in the anaerobic threshold. It'll say my heart rate was like 130. So I'm like, okay. Where I, I had problems with that with the whoop a little bit, but at least the whoop would say it was like 175 and not 130. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh uh listen, listen. Last night I had a white claw. I do not drink white claws. You you watch your mouth, girl. Let me tell you something. <laughs> in Newport Beach at the California Hormones House, and uh, there there was one in the fridge, and I drank it. Don't 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 get don't get it twisted. I haven't had a white claw in. This is I what I know, drink forever. Lit is, is that caffeine? Yeah. Are, are you training soon here? Right after the podcast? Yeah, I train at eleven o'clock. Um, I usually drink it thirty minutes before, but I've only been <laughs> doing like one energy drink a day now instead of like two or three, like I usually do. Yeah, so I drink it whenever I feel like in the morning, and then I don't touch anything for the rest of the day. Uh, and, and where are you right now? What state are you in? Uh, Florida. Okay. And, and when do you head up to uh, Mohegan Sun? Uh, Monday night. I'll be. I arrive at like 11 p.m. I was supposed to. They, they had me leaving at like 7 a.m., but all my teammates were leaving at two, and they got to train in the morning, and I didn't. And my coach isn't going to be there till Wednesday, so I was like, I'm going to be fucked on the weight cut. So I asked them to switch it, and they did. It, it, so you go up on Monday, but you don't fight until Friday. Yeah, but I mean, I'm now I actually like this better. I'm glad they switched it because I don't get there till Monday night. I get like pretty much the whole day back here. I get to cook my meals still, uh-huh. and then I don't get there till late Monday night. As soon as I get there, I'm probably gonna go to sleep. I wake up in the morning. I got Tuesday and Wednesday, you know, 
to work out. That's only two days. And then I weigh in Thursday morning, you know, so I'm only there for two days and I only got to worry about killing time for two days because besides working out, and it's also going to make my Tuesday busier since I'm not there on Monday. So I'll be doing more media shit on Tuesday. So it'll go by fast. I won't be thinking about the weight cut as much. And uh, I think it'll be a lot easier. Will you go with your girl? Will she go with you? She'll, she uh, comes up on Friday, I think, the day of the fight, just because of the WWE stuff. Oh, right, right. Oh, how is that going for her? Going good. She's getting her name pretty soon. Oh, shit. I don't know uh, exactly which one it is. She had a couple ideas, but... Plus, Holy shit, be, she's doing it. Yeah, I don't want to be you know putting her announcements out there before she's ready to either. Oh, that is so awesome. That's big time. That's awesome. Is there a lot of synergy between you two in, uh, in terms of aspirations, sports? pushing hard, j- just um, y- your paths in life? Like, is there, is there a lot of like, do you guys work? Like, is it, is it great? Have it's, it sounds like she's an inspirational person in your life. Like she's just not just sitting around on her ass. She's a go-getter. She's definitely a motivated person and she wants to constantly do more. So it's nice. It's nice having those people around. That's how my friends are. And uh, that, that's the type of people I surround myself with regardless, you know. So she's she's doing great for herself and um, she's going to continue to. And she was the same way with CrossFit. She was always, you know, training two, three times a day, you know, working towards her goals. And she didn't get them before she switched over to the WWE. But you could tell she was working hard to get there. Dalton, are people afraid to fight you? 100% bro 100% that's why Romero caught and ducked me like three times before he actually fought me and then the result is I mean you could tell why he didn't want to fight me is that is that cool or is it frustrating it's frustrating I'm, I'm not the guy that wants to go around puffing my chest saying everybody's scared to fight me I'm the best fighter in the world that's my goal you know but my goal isn't out here to be the scariest guy or that people are afraid of. It causes problems for matchmaking for one, but two, I want to continually test my skills. I want to, I want to fight people that are really good. I want to fight people that are going to push me to places where I haven't been. You know, I haven't fought that person yet. I thought maybe Romero Cotton could have, you know, as much as shit as I talked on him, he was a really good wrestler, three-time NCAA champ. You know, I know how good my wrestling was, but I was like, all right, this is a true test of how good my wrestling is. I I believe I'm a three-time national champ level wrestler, but let's find out. And I thought maybe he was going to push me to some situations where he had me on my butt and he was going to have me like fighting to get up really hard and I was going to have to pull something out of me. Maybe I would have got tired from grappling a lot or having him wear on me or whatever, but he, he wasn't that person. He couldn't take me to that place. And I was, I was excited to potentially go there you know to see exactly how great i am whenever my back's against the wall and he, he wasn't the person to do that so you knocked fight, him out you knocked him out in the third round yes sir uh it, i was i was looking at this guy uh is this guy um uh what's his name i think it's john salter mm-hmm. do i have his name right yeah you have oh, yeah. uh John Sal- Salter is he is so he, he's avoiding you. He doesn't he doesn't want none. I don't want to. I don't. I don't know. Honestly, Romero Cotton. We we got the contracts out and shit before, and then he just pulled out. This guy, we never got a contract. He never actually agreed. I don't know what the reason is. You know, he could be hurt. He could 
have some personal issues going on. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to put any labels or anything on that, but, uh, we were, I was offered the fight twice back in July before Romero Cotton. He was the original opponent. He said no, or it didn't have come to fruition. I don't, I don't know what the reasoning is, like I said. And then again, it was supposed to be November 18th, uh, in Chicago. And then he said no. And then they offered me a guy named Imam Shafi Aliyev, who's nine and oh, Dagestani dude wrestler. Uh, I thought for sure this dude would say yes. You know, they have pride in their wrestling, but he's also Romero Cotton's teammate. So he saw what is, I just is did. Is that guy Romero ranked? Cotton. Is that guy ranked? No, he's not. It, he made his debut with the promotion. But uh, the, it, it got to the point where they're trying to find guys outside of the rankings to fight me because it's hard to get people to take the fight. It's a risk versus reward thing. You know, John Salter doesn't want to fight me he's ranked number three i'm ranked number five now before i was ranked number five i was ranked number eight probably didn't make sense for him the risk reward because he doesn't gain much but at the same time it's a tough fight and uh then fabian edwards was fighting october 29th in milan so that was out of the question and then tokov number four is fighting for the title next against johnny my teammate austin vanderford is number seven so i Obviously, don't want to fight him. Then I already fought Romero Cotton, who was ranked nine. Number eight was Lorenz Larkin, who moved down to 70. So it's like the whole entire top 10 was just all over the place. You see what I'm saying? I went through. Who else? I missed Aaron Jeffrey. Aaron Jeffrey, uh, he just debuted in the top top 10. He beat Austin. That's why Austin got bumped down. But uh, and, and, and now, oh, he froze. Did he freeze for you, Caleb? Yeah, he did. He froze for me too. He got too close to his phone. Maybe you got a phone call. There did you uh did you uh lose me? I did. We lost you like for five seconds. <clears throat> yeah. I said uh Aaron Jeffrey, he's one person I missed. Uh he beat Austin. That's when he debuted in the top ten. And I said he'll probably be an opponent in the future. I, I believe Bellator mm-hmm. probably plans on having us fight. Uh, I don't know when, but he's he's a good fighter, well rounded. And now you're fighting this guy, Anthony Davis, who's ranked 10th, and, and you didn't have to fight him. Oh, yeah. Anthony Adams, but... Uh, sorry, Anthony Adams. You didn't yeah. have to fight him. No, I, I mean, I wanted to fight him. I actually asked for him. So I'm looking at the rest of the top 10, and I'm like, like I said, I went through everybody. And I'm like, all right, what about... I, I just was asking for people after people because I was like, I want to fight. So what about this guy? What about this guy? What about this guy? And I got to Anthony Adams. And they they said yes, so they're like, I like that matchup. And then, damn, we lost him again. No, uh, his, mom, his mom's calling. Is that your mom? <laughs> no, that was uh, one of the guys with Bellator. But I'll call him right back. <laughs> He's got a business proposal already. Yeah. <laughs> yes, him, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He called again. Uh, <laughs> don't be surprised if he does I'll, I'll call him back after he, he's power calling he wants to take yeah. you to breakfast <laughs> yeah um but hey so so if we were to ask the people of bellator hey is it easy working with dalton rasta they'd be like oh. let, me, let, me, let me put this in do not disturb. hey do you want to answer it answer it and then come back and tell us what he said how about that uh i'll just wait until after who knows how long that call is going to be all right um uh and um 
and so there's a little bit of a risk for you fighting this. But let me go back to that other question. If we were to ask the people of Bellator, is it cool working with Dalton Ross? They'd be like, dude, the easiest. We just put uh, someone in front of him and he'll beat their ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how much weight do you cut? Uh, so right now I weigh, I woke up this morning at 199. So I'm 13 pounds over. Um, I'll probably lose. I'll probably go in the fight week at 198. On Monday, I'll probably wake up 198, Tuesday 197, Wednesday 196, and then I'll probably cut 10 pounds that day. And so, and what's the, what's your favorite, not in terms of what you like, what do you think is the most potent regiment for building your metabolic capacity in the ring? Your ability to go sparring. It is sparring. Yeah, sparring, wrestling. I wouldn't say jujitsu. Jujitsu is pretty easy, but um, yeah, wrestling. Wrestling is probably the hardest thing, in my opinion, on this planet, just because you're using every energy source in your body at the same time. You have another person, the same weight as you, weighing on you um, and pushing back against you. You know, it's not like you're just pushing a barbell that weighs X amount of weight, and and that's it. You got. If I'm bench pressing 200 pounds, let's use 200 pounds because let's say I'm going against a 200 pound person, I'm just pushing the weight. You can keep going to your muscles are exhausted. Then you can't push the weight anymore. You know, that's it. It's muscle failure. But when your muscles can't go anymore and you're going against a guy that's 200 pounds and he's pushing back against you. So you're pushing 200 pounds. You're trying to take him down. You're getting in on his legs. You're lifting him. It's not working. You're fighting against him. You're using your cardio, your aerobic threshold. You're using your anaerobic threshold whenever you're doing the sprints. Every time you shoot, it's like a split sprint simulation. Then you chain wrestle. Then you have somebody's weight on top of you. He's pushing back against you. Um, at the end of the day, it's like I said, it's going back to the barbell. It's not you're just pushing 200 pounds. You're pushing 200 pounds. It's pushing back. Plus, on top of that, you're using every energy system that you can possibly think of. And whenever your muscles start to give out and your lungs start to give out, that person's still in your face, still coming. So it's 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 different. You know, fighting's hard. I believe it's one of the hardest things on this planet too. But if we're talking about one single discipline, uh, wrestling is the hardest. So I think for the grappling aspect and most aspects of the fight, wrestling is what's going to get your cardio through the roof and then sparring next. So, so you love that shark tank shit. You love having five fresh dudes just come in and just push you into the pain cave. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's good. It's a good feeling after. And, but during, you know, once you get to that third person, <laughs> yeah. once you get that third person, you, you really get pushed to dark places. You know what I mean? They, yeah. It's bad. Um, it, what about, what about non, um, sports specific training? Is there like, if, if you were, if you didn't have guys to, to, to play with, um, is, is there some, something else like sprints mixed with the rower or, um, ground to overhead, you know, 75 pound barbell, you know, for, as many times as you can in a minute with the 30 second rest. Like, is there, is there anything that you do that's a, uh, to um, like uh, outside of that? Like if, if you were just training and you didn't have any dudes to train with, what would you do to build your, your capacity, aerobic capacity? So the sprints I would do, the, everything plays a part. So I would do a little bit of sprints, which I do now. I still do it. It's, it's supplemental to my training. I do it on top of it. Um, I do sprints like once a week right now. I jog distance like twice a week, you know, not just building my aerobic capacity. It's already there from training, but building my endurance in my legs to 
continue moving my feet and bouncing my feet and moving around when I get tired because my legs are going to get heavy during the fight. I still need to be able to move out of the punch, the way of punches, kicks, still need to have my footwork. Um, on top of that, to really get my lungs and my muscles and everything built up the lactic acid and, you know, work through that and work through like the anaerobic threshold, anaerobic threshold all at the same time, I do a circuit. So I usually, if I have somebody with me, I can have them help grapple with me like through spurts throughout the round. Or I've done this too back home where I'll have somebody drive my car where they just steer the steering wheel and we have it in neutral and I'm pushing it. I start off with like a minute push. We're on, on a timer and I push it and we push it around the parking lot and we do a turn because it's harder to get it through the turn. When it's turning, you start getting resistance and uh, I'll push it, push it around the turn, do a full loop. It usually takes a minute, a minute and a half. At least that's what I try to do do because I try to make it close to five minutes, a little bit over. And then as camp goes along, I try to improve my times to make it at five minutes or under. And that's how. Shit, car pushing, sled push. It's crazy how hard these guys yeah, have. It's like a torque tank. So on, at, right after that, I'll go to something else. I'll have a <clears throat> uh, circuit set up where maybe I'll go to a ladder drill where, like I was just talking about, having my feet heavy. Uh, so my, my legs will be exhausted, and right away I'll jump on the ladder, do like two or three ladder drills as fast as I can back and forth. Right after that, maybe I go straight into a sprint. Right after the sprint, maybe at the end of the sprint, I have a – heavy bag set on the ground, a uh, hundred pound heavy bag, 150, whatever it is. And I pick it up. I do like 10 returns each side. So yeah. 20 total <clears throat> right after I return it the last time, as if we're in a fight, I get on top, you know, ground and pound with elbows as hard and as fast as I can. Then maybe I have, if there's a heavy bag hanging somewhere near, if we're doing this outside, obviously this isn't realistic. I'll have somebody holding pads for me the same person and then we'll hit pads as hard as we can for like a minute right after that same thing either either like another sprint we'll go back to ground and pound or uh we'll have like bands resistant bands set up wrapped around something and i'll just punch as hard as i can and then finish in a sprint right after the sprint do some medicine to uh, ball tosses right behind my head sprint to it boom sprint to it and just mix stuff up like that. That's just one example. I do it different, several different ways. If I do it in the gym, I'll start on the Versa Climber and do a 30-second oh, pre-exhaust. Oh, oh. Yeah, 30-second 30, 30 pre-exhaust as hard and as fast as I can. Right after that, go immediately to the bag, and I'll do 30 seconds on the bag. So this is the only thing about when I do it this way. You're setting the time. So you can only improve your time so much. There's parts where you can improve the time, but there's set times on certain things. So I'll do 30 seconds on the bag. Then right after that, then I'll go to the 10 bag returns on each side, so 20 total. Then I'll go to the ground and pound, which is 15 to 30 seconds as well. Then right after that, I'll set a certain amount of calories or uh, distance on the Aerodyne bike, and I'll do that. So that's where uh, my time can improve as well, That the bag returns and that. And then I'll go to medicine ball slams with a sprawl. Uh, I'll do 10 to 15 <clears throat> to 20, whatever I come up with uh, to, for the whole circuit. And I can improve my time there. And then I'll do the 360 machine, which is, it has two bars that are hydraulically controlled coming out of the platform. You punch, you, you grab the, uh, the handles, you punch as fast as you can. I'll do like 50 punches on there. You can improve your time a little bit on there. Then I'll go back to the bag and I'll have a certain amount of, or certain combos that I'm going to throw during the fight set up on the bag. 
and I'll say, all right, I'm doing this combos 10 times as fast and as hard as I can. Then do that. And then maybe I'll go back to the uh, ground and pound. And like for my last fight with America and I had like, I had a, uh, was holding a medicine ball and I was starting on the ground on my back and then getting up and I kept getting up like 10 times and then I would finish in like a sprint or something again. So that's, that's examples of that. And then if I got a grappling partner, sometimes I'll hit pads with my coach. I'll have a boxing coach there. I'll have a kickboxing coach and I'll hit normal MMA shit with my kickboxing coach. And then I'll go straight to my grappling partner where they're fresh. I was just hitting pads. And we'll go to a grappling position, situational, like double leg against the wall, or maybe they take me down and I have to work up, or I'm in a bad position I got to work out of and then work up. And then as soon as I work up, boom, back on the pads. Maybe this time I'm with my boxing coach. And then back to grappling. And then they'll have a bag set up where I get a ground and pound. And I'll start ground and pound. And then back to my uh, kickboxing coach, and back to grappling. And you do that for five minutes, and they'll do three to four or five-minute rounds of doing that as well. So there's there's plenty of things you can do to simulate it. And plenty of things you could do to like push your body to absolute max via two max and really not have much rest in between. Try to, because with this sport, you want to go to absolute exhaustion because in the fight, there's going to be points where somebody's throwing punches at you and kicks at you and you're absolutely exhausted. You still need to be able to move and push through it. Your, when, when, when I, I kind of have these, uh, I'm I'm always I always feel like I'm I'm checking my emotional state as I go through the day. Like, you know, like if someone opens their car door and hits my car door and it upsets me, I know that I'm not like I'm not at my best emotionally or mentally, right? Or if, you know, it, it, I kind of see or like, you know, if I, I order a, a drink somewhere and it should only take in 30 seconds and it takes 5 minutes and I start getting frustrated, I I look at myself I'm like, what what in you why why can't you handle that? You know, and I'm con- I always want to just be like accepting reality so that the things I do care about, I can be 100 percent focused on. Right. Like all I should be caring about is my kids in this podcast. That's it. My wife, nothing else. Everything else should just be just like it's just my life. I'm guessing it kind of uh, um, I, I, there's there's ways that they've said it only only worry about the things that you have control over. Do you have. um do you have certain things that you see in your life that show that you're mentally ready for fights? Like, Hey, that shouldn't be bothering me. I should be just so chill. Who gives a fuck about anything? All I should be worried about is getting in the ring with Anthony and fucking knocking him out. Yeah. I mean, most of the time I, it, it really takes a lot to get under my skin or get me irritated. Uh, one of the things that irritate me, if I'm, if I am cutting weight, you know, and this is obviously, factor, or if I'm dieting or I don't have my caffeine for the day or I'm tired, or I had a bad night of sleep, I'm run down from training. There's times where I can get irritable at simple stuff. Like if somebody, if I say something and somebody makes me repeat myself like three times, you know, and I'm like, I just said it three times, you know, and then I get a little irritated and just stuff like that. But besides that, I don't, I'm, I'm not the type of person that, uh, where you see some people throughout the day, like you said about, about the water that they could just get irritated about stuff left and right. And yeah. you always see them mad. It seems like they're just an angry person. Just a waste of like, energy. Yeah. I think 95% of the time I, you can't get under my skin. The other 5%. Yeah. But there's usually external factors, whether it be, I, I didn't have my caffeine, I'm cutting weight, I'm dieting. Um, maybe I had a bad practice, stuff like that. I, I saw a video <clears throat> where, um, it was titled 
Dana White wants Dalton Rasta in the UFC. Are did is there are there rumblings of that? You you saw what? I saw a video titled yesterday Dana White. It was I think it was published like eight months ago. It said Dana White wants Dalton Rasta in the UFC. I've never seen that. You haven't seen that? Okay. Uh-uh. If you just type in your name, it's like the fourth or fifth video uh, on YouTube that that comes up. How many how many more fights do you have with Bellator? I have three more on this contract. Oh, there. Oh, there. It is. Okay, yeah. Dana White wants to see him in the UFC. Dalton Rasta highlights. Well, so I, I couldn't. I couldn't tell if that was clickbait or if that was real. Probably I went through clickbait. the. Vi- okay. Yeah, I've never seen that. Who's who made it? Fifth or SOG MMA? Yeah, I don't know. Hey, does. Does does Bellator set you up with to do interviews or is all your promotion on you? Uh, Bellator now, uh, Mike Fidel, he uh, he he calls me or texts me and sets up some interviews and stuff. Like I just did a bunch on Tuesday or maybe it was Wednesday. I did a bunch like back to back. He tries to set them up for me so so they're in a row so I can just do it all in one portion. But there's other people that reach out to me outside of that that I set up. You're one of them, but we've been doing this for a while. Sometimes I get new guys popping in and uh, asking to do an interview here and there. And uh, I try to make it work with their schedule and my schedule. They're always asking me what works with me. And a lot of the time what works with me doesn't really work with them. So I kind of try to work around them a little bit, but sometimes we're not able to make it happen. Are are you, are you, um, I don't even like this word, but are you a forgiving person? Yeah, I'm a forgiving person. Why? Yeah. I'm just wondering, is it easy to I'm just look make because I'm thinking about all the liver king that's going down. I don't know if you follow that drama. Yes, yes, and, I, and I just I saw the video he just posted last night about uh he's as sorry as a man can be and everything. Everybody I mean everybody that knows anything about steroids, there's a lot of people that sit there and point the finger saying people are on steroids that aren't on steroids just because they look good and they do everything right. But when somebody's on steroids, like the the people that know when someone's on steroids, no, they're on steroids. So I didn't need most people that follow him, follow him for the entertainment or follow him because they still do believe in a lot of the stuff that he says. But a lot of those people aren't going to be offended because they knew he was on steroids anyways. Most people aren't going to want to admit that. But I, I think More we like me, world. I just didn't care. I just like the guy. He's yeah, been on I, my podcast. He's great. And I like yeah. his message. What do I like? He's not perfect. Yeah, None I, of my friends are perfect. I'm not perfect. Yeah, I mean, I don't care, and I don't know why it gets a such such a bad stigma. I mean, when I say stuff like this, people immediately think like, "Oh, he's on steroids." But I have no problem with steroids. Like, people use drugs every day of their life. People go out and do coke. You know, they get plastered drunk every night. They they smoke weed until they they can't move. Uh, there's several other drugs, ecstasy, the, the, all the party drugs, all the recreational drugs that people do. Yeah, and. All those people, it's crazy. They do all this shit, and then as soon as they see somebody that that's ripped, they they say, "Oh, he's on steroids." Like it's supposed to be an insult, whether they are or not. But like it's it's a problem. It's like look in the mirror, look who you're criticizing, look what you're criticizing them for, and then look what you do day in and day out. If Liver King wants to do steroids, and that's all he's doing, you know, that's that's up to him. You know, if he thinks it's making him better physically. And it's, it's making him more confident. It's making him healthier, you know, as long as he's not abusing the shit. Because if you don't abuse, abuse steroids, they're good for you. How many people in the United States, men, are on TRT? 
because it's California hormones. My, my best sponsor, my best sponsor, please. Everyone contact me now, California hormones. I get you free doctor's consultation. Thank you. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Dalton. But I mean, that, that's my point. People, there's so many people in this, in the United States are on TRT. It's, it's, it's a therapy that like a lot of men in the United States need. If he's taking it and he's, he's adding a couple other anabolics in there just to improve his health, improve his well-being, improve his strength, improve just his quality of life. That's what they do. If people actually did research into drugs that they do, whether it's the drugs that they do recreationally or the drugs that they despise, like steroids, because a lot of people despise steroids whenever they're the ones smoking weed and doing all those drugs I told you about already, which I don't understand because nine times out of 10, if you're not abusing them, they make you a better version of yourself. Um, I, I just think if people looked in the mirror and stopped criticizing people for what they're for doing the same thing they're doing, but under a different name of a drug or whatever, saying that their drug is better than their other person's, then I, I think we live in a better world because th there's too many critical people and uh, they're just they're hypocrites at the end of the day. I, I, I would all my best relationships are the people in my life who have given me the most second chances. I mean, how many times have I, you know, fucked over my mom and dad, you know, or my, 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 my now wife and girlfriend of 20 years, these relationships don't last unless we, we give, I don't know what the word is, grace, patience, um, every, you know, uh, I, like I was saying earlier in the show, I had a friend I played Frisbee with you know every day for five years i let him four thousand bucks and he didn't pay me back i'm not throwing that relationship away i'm just not going to let him four thousand bucks again it, the relationship means too much to me yeah four thousand dollars a lot maybe you could pay i hear you <laughs> i hear like you fifty dollars at a time over time or something. <laughs> well in, in all fairness i gave him a shitload of weed to sell for me he got the he's like hey you got to come by i got the four thousand bucks i didn't go over there until two months later to get the money this is like 20 years ago I'm like, hey, you got my money? He's like, nah, dude, I used it to pay rent. And I'm like, God, I should have never left that 4,000 bucks with you for two months. So I, I, I kind of own it. But um, it, yeah, I, like what Allison says here, just allow people to be human. They're not hurting you. You know, like, like no one's, you know, it's, 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 um, it's like I love those stories where someone gets into a car accident with someone and it's the other person's fault, but the person who it's not their fault gets out of the car and walks over and checks on the other person. You okay? Don't worry. Chill. It's cool. Figure Justin Nunley had that happen to him. Yeah, we got. Yeah, exactly. We got. We got insurance. Don't worry. It's gonna work out. Like you can add peace to this world. You don't gotta. You don't gotta. Uh, as I say to Dalton, who's gonna knock some guy out on Friday. You want to. You want to get that. Um, it, I heard you say that you, you really want to finish fights. And this guy you're going to fight, his la he's had 10 fights go to decisions. Mm -hmm. um, does that, what is that? Does that mean he's going to be running from you? No, he's a cautious fighter, like I said in other interviews. I, I don't doubt he has knockout power. We're in the 185-pound division and we're in four-ounce gloves. I don't doubt it, but he doesn't utilize it very much because he's so worried about getting knocked out himself. He wants to play it safe. He wants to fight cautious. He'd rather fight to a decision and win. And like I said, not I'm not doubting that he doesn't have it, so I'm expecting both. I'm expecting him to come out and try and knock me out. I'm expecting him to come out and try and point me. I'm ready for both versions. Uh, 
any concern about fighting a guy any that's that's ranked below you that you have to put your shit at risk your your you know undefeated record at risk and your number five ranking no i've every single fight for me is a risk you know i've risked shit my entire life um i i'm not afraid of risk awesome um Hey, dude, I appreciate you coming on. I kept, I was, I was t- kept, tell, kept telling myself, hey, he has a fight in a week, only keep him on 30 minutes, but the selfish kind of guy, yeah, I kept you on for an hour. <laughs> it's all good. I enjoy being on. Uh, I'll be watching closely. Uh, please tell your lady congratulations on, uh, on, on having such a great boyfriend and also for uh, just all the killer shit she's doing. I follow her on Instagram, and I'm watching. I'm stoked for her. I will, but she watches the show, so you oh. pretty much just told her. Awesome. Yourself. <laughs> awesome. All right, brother. I will be watching Friday night. I really appreciate you coming on the show. If people like you didn't come on the show, I would just, I wouldn't have shit to do. So I you didn't even it. notice I was wearing your shirt, bro. Oh, I noticed when you first came on, I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah well, you're wearing it too. I figured yeah. I, was like, I was like, I need to put a shirt on. I don't need to be a douchebag going in here with my shirt off. So I was like, ah, come always on. come. Uh, everyone loves looking at it at you shirtless. Hey, always hey, come I shirtless. Went, I went in my closet. I was like, which shirt should I wear? And I was like, I got two two of his shirts. I was like, see, you're wearing the CEO one at the bottom. You're wearing no print. <laughs> I was like, all right, which one should I wear? I was like, all right, let me. He's the CEO, so let me keep this one. Hey, do you drink coffee? I drink decaf in the afternoon just for like the benefits with all the antioxidants and stuff in it, like theobromine and all Does that. Does your lady but, drink coffee? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have one of our sponsors, Paper Street Coffee. He's a great guy, Gabe. Uh, send you some coffee. I'll bug you for your uh, address here in the next uh, couple hours. Okay. Awesome, dude. Thanks for coming on, and uh, I look forward to talking to you again, dude. All right, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Yep. Cheers, Thanks, man. Thanks, Dalton. I'll see you guys. God, what a good dude. I I sense um, I was watch I was watching all his interviews last night and uh, he seems a little more tense than usual you think so just maybe a little bit a little you think he's or do you think it's just he's a little bit more seasoned uh maybe i just thought that oh he's doing all these interviews and he's just like a few days out now from fighting so he's getting a little you know he's getting a little wound up how about how about when i said uh what about that ring and he goes yeah i was just about to answer that i was like all right all right (laughs) just a little Gonna jump through the screen and beat your ass. Just a little. Just a little. Did you see that I sent you live calling notes also? Yeah, I did. You want me to start pulling those up? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Where am I? I did they all come through or is it just from the from the top starting at number one? Uh, I've got all the way down to two ninety two. Oh shit. It's weird how, oh, okay, okay. Okay, let's look at 292. Uh, recently, I saw this, uh, uh, I don't know if they're making a big, bigger deal of this than it really is. And, you know, I just like picking on LeBron. I, 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 and, the, and the main reason is the fact that this guy pedals Sprite. This guy acts like he cares and he's a social justice warrior and he peddles what is arguably the worst thing to society, uh, soda pop. And, you know, I saw some statistic. I've heard you guys, I've shared this with you guys before, like countries like Mexico, 55% of their calories consumed on average of a, of a citizen in Mexico is uh, from soda pop, which is absolutely just fucking nuts. 
I don't know. It's pretty high in the United States too. It's crazy high. And you can look around everywhere you go and you can see how sick and jacked people are. Oh, I wonder if my phones work here, by the way. I set my phone up too here. Um, open the phone, see if, see if the phone works. So Jerry Jones is the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. And there's a photo, I guess, of him uh, where it shows a bunch of high school students in 1957, white high school students not allowing um, some black kids in, some people with melanated skin into the high school. Jones, when asked about the 65-year-old photograph, told reporters last week he was merely present as a curious onlooker. So the, I, do, they have a, do they show the photo? No, I tried to click on that link and it just sent me to another article. So LeBron James in present time, in the present moment, December 2nd, 725 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 2022, peddles poison to little kids. And I don't want to conflate the issues, but I, but I am. But he's concerned. But he's concerned about the owner of the Dallas Cowboys being in a photo where there where there's some racial tension where there's some bad shit happening it, it this is i really don't know how any any of you guys watch the nba i don't know how you participate in that the, oh there is is that it okay yep god doesn't that look staged that doesn't even look real with how many cameras are around yeah yeah, it kind of does. So is everyone who's white in that picture guilty? I, 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 According to them, yeah. Imagine how much good LeBron could do in this world. Also, it says that Jerry Jones is in the back of the crowd. So, Imagine how much good he could do in the world. And yet, this is the kind of shit he does. It's so disappointing. It's so disappointing. Uh, Jethro Car Cardona, I haven't watched the NBA in years. Yeah, it's 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 a complete these. That's the part I don't understand either. These are like openly racist organizations that he works for, the NBA, the NFL. Now hockey's hockey's about to go. What do you mean by openly racist, Evan? Meaning they have fucking quotas. You have to interview and hire people based on their skin color. Yeah, here's another one. Yet they're okay with Biden. I bet you LeBron voted for Biden. It's it's uh I don't understand. I don't understand how these people put their head down on pillows at night. Jeremy Eat World, same same Mr. Cardona, it's a joke. Hey, I want to tell you this, I promise you. 99 out of 100 people who stop watching the NBA or the NFL, their lives get better. I'm telling you. I definitely stopped watching it. It was, it was so boring. It's the same commentary, same people, I, same bullshit. There's – that being said, I can't wait to get Tyson Bajan on the show. <laughs> the only one of the only people yeah if you don't understand that biden is an old racist bastard i know it's nuts 
the whole entire Democratic Party. Maybe it's cool. Maybe people are cool with them because they're openly racist. And, and that's why. It makes it easier for them to be racist when they know that he's racist. Anyway, as they say on the internet, we expect better from you, LeBron, as they say on the internet. I'm going to uh, distance myself from LeBron now. Uh, could you... Um, could, I saw I saw a, a, like a week ago that uh, it's just crazy what's happening in the city of San Francisco. I'm looking at number 291. Uh, some of the crazy things that are happening is they have a um, universal income payment plan there in San Francisco. So basically all that means is, is that certain residents get money every single month from the city of San Francisco. But you have to fall into a certain demographic. You have to, I think, be a black woman with a child an I Pacific Islander woman with a child, which to me is the same as black. It's just melanated skin. Obviously they won't give it to Indians, even though they have melanated skin too, but they're the highest paid demographic in the United States at a hundred thousand dollars a year. So they won't get it, even though they have darker skin than probably the Islanders and, and most African Americans. Uh, and then, um, so that's one of the crazy things that's going on. Oh, and transgender. There's an, uh, there's a program for tra transgender people now to get universal income. So if you, if you, I, I don't even know what the definition of transgender is. I don't know if you have to cut your cock off or, or cut your tits off, but, or you could just say you're the opposite sex, but they also get just money for being who they are based on some prejudice or racist or discriminatory uh, class. Uh, but, and, and by the way, that only weakens people to do that. And then I saw um, Joe Rogan posted a couple weeks ago that they were trying to pass a law allowing robots, experimental robots, to kill people on the streets of San Francisco. And, and it sounds like that law passed. Yeah, I saw that too. And so, so they're going to experiment with, I guess, ro armed robots on the streets of San Francisco. Uh, but this is also crazy. And please share, share this with one of your fucking liberal friends. And, and I know that their comeback's going to come back's going to be, well, it's the same on the, on the conservative side. Well then just be like, just show us then that's fine. I'm, I'm okay with uh, being on the corruption, being on both sides, 300 health department employees with secret side gigs come forward after scandal. Basically, there's 300 people, and it's, it's important that people don't have side gigs who are working in your city's health department. Is it pretty obvious why? Because you don't want someone being the czar of fucking COVID in your health department who also is taking money from Pfizer. You get that, right? It's the same reason why you don't want a president of the United States cheating on their wife, because then if someone figures that out in another country, they can leverage that to manipulate your government because they, they, they can basically, what's that called? Extort, manipulate, blackmail. Blackmail. Blackmail your president. By the way, that's another reason why forgiveness is so important. Would you rather, would you rather have your president of your country who cheated on his wife, come out and say, I did it? Or would you rather have him keep it as a, and we all forgive him? Which is stupid. You shouldn't even hold it against him anyway. Maybe question his, some of his tactics, I guess. But, or would you rather have him be scared and intimidated by the mob that it's going to get out and that his wife's going to leave him 
And then fucking Moscow is fucking leveraging that because they have footage of him banging a bunch of whores. I see what you're saying. You lean into it. Is Hiller in the comments? Oh, Andrew Hiller. Looks like. Let's see. I wanted to, I wanted to ask Andrew something. Let me see if I can get Andrew on here. Andrew Hiller. He says he went to bed early last night. I don't believe it because I called him like at 8.30. But I don't think he really did. I think that like I have this theory and totally wrong, complete speculation. But I think that his wife was like, hey, you're spending too much time with your YouTube and with Sevon. Because I call him a lot. I bug the shit out of him. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like she's pretty busy too. Kind of a mutual... So it, it wouldn't be the first time. I, 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 pure speculation. I, I think I think Alexis likes me, but I, I, I'm speculating that she's a little jealous. Uh, Andrew, hi. Hey. Andrew, is is Alexis echo, jealous echo, of me echo, at all? Echo, 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 echo. Okay, I fixed it. What's up? I doubt Alexis uh, uh, did that. Well, we'll see. We'll get to the bottom of this. This is just pure it? speculation. I have no data points. She's always been great to me. Is Alexis uh, trying to uh, come between me and you? Wait a minute. Wouldn't the question be, aren't you trying to come between Alexis and I? <laughs> you say tomato, I say tomato, whatever. Uh, why? why? I don't think so. No. I only have one data point. Usually I can call you 24 hours a day and get you. Oh, it's because you called me last night and didn't pick up. I woke up this morning at 4 o'clock so that I could work out. So I needed to go to bed a little earlier than normal. I thought you were on date night. I was like, oh, my God, Alexis is coming in between me and Hillary. No, well, we, we did go out to dinner last night. We got sushi. Aha! But we were home at 9.30, I believe. And then we went right to bed. <laughs> uh, do you have any plans on moving to San Francisco? Not San Francisco. Good. I told her I want to go to Newport, though, because it's so near. You're there right now. Yeah, it's nice. I there. am. It's cold. This isn't the, the Newport that we were at like? last time. It's cold. <laughs> It's not as cool as it is here. It's probably 68 probably degrees so outside right now. 60 what? Oh, my 68. God. Dude. Oh, my God. Get you better throw on your fucking parka, dude. It is uh, 40 degrees here right now, and it was 22 yesterday. It's 40 degrees here. Uh, where, where? Can you say where you're at? Is it legal? No. All right. It's cold. Now we know. We have an idea. <laughs> well, what's the temp there, Caleb? It's like 45. 40, 45. Oh shit! Uh -oh. Wow, you were drunk Sevon got drunk watch. last night and called Hiller. Is, is any of that true? I had yeah, one the calling part is true. I had one white claw. My first white claw, probably I don't know, a year, six months. I uh, <laughs> went live just completely randomly. I'm like, I'm gonna do this fucking live. When? And just now. Oh shit! And, and then I was like, asshole! Uh -oh. Uh -oh. I was live. <laughs> no, I was like, uh oh. Everyone in the comments section was like. Wait a minute, what do we do? <laughs> I was like, oh no, what have I done? <laughs> like, shit, he's gonna be pissed. <laughs> um, I wanted to uh I know this isn't the Hiller Fit review show, but it was kind of getting under my skin a bit. Could could you pull up the um oh, his no. most recent video with Katrin and I'll try to stay calm while I while I do this. Uh his uh Hiller's most recent video with Katrin and by the way, you're getting so good, they're getting deep. You're getting deep. Yeah, when I did the whole intro into that Katrin video, I didn't even yeah. know where it came from. I, I really try to pull from my affiliate experience, which is what I did with that. 
It should have been just conversations I've had with members. But I, I know, think that the pre- I, <laughs> I think the premise of this video isn't. I think the premise of this entire video is. It's the Liver King stood for something. So, so I'm going to use Noble as an example. I heard, and I don't know if this is true, but I heard Noble had the name Noble, but they didn't know what they were going to sell. I think that's part of their origin story. They're like, oh, we came up with this really cool name for a company, Noble. What should we sell? That, that's not or, – or, like or like the slogan that you point up in uh, the Toys R Us slogan is we want to be the greatest children's brand. Like these aren't, these aren't mission statements. Like it's more, it's more profound to say if you were a prostitute, I want to be the greatest person who gives blowjobs in the world. At least, <laughs> at least then you have some goal and then the rest it's, – it's like what Greg used to always say. Like, well, but, or, but or even ben, with that, how do you put that into context? Like what are you comparing them to? Like how do you how do you is that what you're saying? Like if you say well, no, I'm saying that toy company. Like how do you know that you're that? Well, yeah, like like I want to be the greatest football player who ever lived, and then the money comes. I want to chase excellence in in my profession, and then so Hill uh, so Hiller King Liver King. That's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, hey, hey, that is my dad. You're talking about. Careful. They they um. <laughs> That guy, the premise of this video is that he stood for something and then from there he built stuff around to show that he stood for it. He stood, anyone who knows his origin story is he had two kids with severe autoimmune diseases. One of them almost died. And they say that on your show. Yes. And, 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 and people who've known him historically have talked about this. And basically, he changed his entire lifestyle so that. He, um, his, his, his whole regiment and lifestyle so that he could save his child. And then from there, he was able to make a living from it. He, he made the supplements he wanted to take. He made the supplements he wanted his kids to take. He started living a lifestyle and, and he turned his kids autoimmune disease around. This is, this is good as I got something to build off of with this. Keep going. And so you show that he has 1.7 million followers and, and they follow him because of whatever reason. But for him, it's because he has something he believes in. Meanwhile, you have Katrin who chased excellence of being the best CrossFitter in the world, and she got her followers. We know what each of them stands for. But the crazy part is, is that you can go to these people's websites or, or links and you see that – they have these long paragraphs talking about women's empowerment or they have these commercials that talk about how great the whoop is or that they love monster energy drink. This isn't standing for anything. Dude, you nailed it. Noble had the name before the company. What do we want to do with it? Yeah. Catherine had their accolades. What do I want to do with it? So Liver King so, has the, the message. How do I purvey it? So if Toys R Us had a real good mission statement, it would be like, we want to sell toys that break quickly so that people will keep buying them there. Th- there's a mission. We want to sell <laughs> toys that will allow parents to have sex and keep their kids busy. Like that. Now you have an actual, but you want to make the greatest brand. It's like hearing a 14 year old say, I want to be an influencer. Is that why they went bankrupt? Toys R Us? I don't know. No, I Amazon. They weren't doing a good enough job making the parents fuck. <laughs> yeah, right. Amazon. The toys Amazon, were breaking man. so quick that it happened in the middle of it and it pissed off so many parents they didn't go back. No, hey, the, it's that already it's broken. You have to guess toy, toy sales are going to plummet since we're in a kind of a population collapse also. Do kids even need toys anymore? Or do they just have iPads? 
iPads. I had this giant like trunk full of Power Rangers. And then I gave them to my cousin when I got to be like 12 years old and he loved them. It was huge, all plastic, all expensive, all breaking. So yeah. You could, you could probably sell them on eBay now and could have been rich. Yeah, I don't know what he's, eBay he's got them. around. He's got them. Yeah, eBay's around. Okay, can you pull up that that again and go to the comments? And what's crazy to me is how many people missed that point of your video. Like that's the entire premise of the uh of the video. I pinned this one because I liked it because it's very similar. Uh, John Salazar, I think it boils down to similar things as Chris Hemsworth's fitness app. Deceptive marketing is unethical. I don't feel bad for this guy. His whole marketing plan is based on selling the idea. If you work out hard, follow his tenants, you can look like him. By, by the way, I don't think it's a stretch that you thought that, but I didn't think that, and I never heard him say that. So I, I, yeah, I, I, but I You also need to know where he's coming from, which – you would only pick up <clears throat> if you watched the podcast you had done with him, which is where he brings up his kids' autoimmune issues and the fact right. that his lifestyle helped save his child. Right. Well, and, and then, and then so why are that. these people commenting on YouTube from just like from that one? Anyway, he will get no living, dude. I just made a video on the noble stuff today about how there was literally a thumbnail on an Instagram thing that said, We're going to cover your open registration. They had to take it down, change the thumbnail saying, we met $25 voucher. All you had to do is read one more line. And it's because that's what people do. They don't look into it at all. And like I feed off of it. It's awesome. And like they were stupid for messing up. You would figure that somebody over there would have thought about that being however many million dollar company they are. But that's the world we live in. Yeah. Man, they're, they're, they're a mess. Uh, he will get no sympathy from me, especially when there's a whole generation of young men. So I kind of like this, like, okay, fine. Then don't give him sympathy. But to, for all these people just to openly hate on him, I, I, I find it. Um... By the way, my analogy was going to be along with yours. Imagine you had the cure for cancer, but nobody would listen to you. Yeah. And the only way that you were going to be able to talk about it is if you like a fucking brick shit house. Right. <laughs> He's a billboard. And, Yes. Yes. I, um, also, I don't like, if, if I don't you, like lies said, either, but I forgive. <laughs> I, but I, let me tell you, I can't hold every, I can't hold any human being to that standard. There's no way I would have no which friends standard? Standard? that you can never lie. Oh, I, I can't, I can't, I can't hold. I, I, if, if, if my, I don't think my wife does lie to me, but if my wife lied to me, like I've had tons of friends lie to me. I don't, I don't, I don't think any less of them. It's on them. I don't think any fucking less of them. Is there a spectrum? <laughs> like there's, I mean, there's lies that are like definitely not okay in your book, but some are okay. How, how about this? Someone tells you they're on the pill and they're not, and you get them pregnant. That's, a, that, that's that, on the bad end of the spectrum. Yeah, that's, that's, that's tough. And then if your wife asks if she looked fat in a dress and you say no, you're doing both of you a favor, but you're really not doing your wife a favor because then she's going to be upset all night or if she finds out you're lying, then you're really fucked. Then you go over and you accidentally spill grape juice on it and be like, Oh shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we, we just covered both ends of the spectrum. Uh, keep scrolling down a little bit for me, Caleb. There's some in here that people are just so missing the point. Um, uh, let me uh, let's let's hear it. the problem with the liver king is he tells everyone he's natty and tells teenagers you can get like that naturally. I don't know if he says that, but Billy, I understand how people might have thought that you just need to keep following his nine tenants for 30 years. I saw a pic from him, a pic of him from 2018. His wife was bigger than him. That's not true. 
So something I brought up in this little live stream I just did, and I guess I can do it here, is he didn't go, and I think you know this too, on any podcast really until yours, correct? Yeah. You were he like, did Paul we were Saladino's, first. and then he did mine. And, the, and I want to say, only along that line, started. that was out of loyalty to me because I had known him before, and you know he gave us $20,000 to cover Wadapalooza, no questions asked. I want to give you 20 more to go this year. Yeah, I'd like that. I'm trying <laughs> to be cool. Maybe he'll give me like 10 bucks to go because I made a video for him, helping him out with whatever. Um, until your podcast or maybe the Paul Saladino one that you had brought up, he didn't go on anyone's podcast. But then all of a sudden he did all these collabs with all these people who really could give three shits about the liver king and what he's trying to say. But right. because he's they're making a mockery name, of him, they're making. Yeah. I mean, he, to be fair, he's making a mockery of himself. He's walking around shirtless in New York, but <laughs> and it, it's part of his thing. But he goes on like Logan Paul and he goes on whatever podcast. They ask him if he's on steroids. He wouldn't have been in that position had he had not done that. He could have been doing his thing, still like kind of rocketing up the way that he was. And he would have never been faced with any of this stuff. Yeah, those people wanted him on his podcast to utilize him to get more views. It's kind of like the Joker. You know that scene where he's on the show at the end of the movie? You just had me on to make fun of me. And then he shoots the dude in the head. <laughs> hey, why do you think, why do you think that none of those podcasts have nobodies on them? Because they're not going to get views and they really only do it to go up. Yeah. Right. They use them. Well, how, how come none of the big podcasts, they, they basically, uh, yeah. I mean, it's so blatant that what they're doing, and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not judging it or against it, but it's like, um, when's the last time you just saw some regular Joe Schmo on um, uh, Paul, uh, Paul Logan? Logan, Logan Paul. Logan, Logan Paul's podcast. That'd be just, cool, though, wouldn't it? The question is, how would you even find them? Like, who would you, who, how would you? I feel like them? we have regular Joe Schmo's on all the time you on do. this podcast. Oh, yeah, I guess there's, there's avenues to take. And they don't have to be regular Joe Schmoes. I don't want a regular Joe Schmo on here. It's just people oh, who have It's haven't... a difficult game at that point, no? Like, I'm sure you've had people ask to be on the show, and you go, why? Like, Yeah, for sure. Do you, do you want to talk? And it's like, if you want to go on Logan Paul, it's that same thing, but they're looking to literally be a famous person from having been on Logan Paul, and it's like, uh, it's hard well, it's to find like the right this. person. Let me give Joe Rogan some props. It's kind of like when he has like um, no name comics on his show, which he's had. And that's because, good, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Because, people who open for him. Yeah, I'm not saying exactly. I'm not saying you have shitty comics on or shitty people, but why <laughs> not have why why not have people on all the biggest podcasts have someone on who cured themselves of type two diabetes? Christine's got a point. You got a couple of no names on your show right now. I mean, you have Caleb and Hiller. Heck, Sevan even had me on. I'm a bad example because because it would be easy to argue that like the reason why I have the people on who I have on is they're the only people I could get. So I I, I recognize I, I I recognize that I'm I'm that. So um, I don't think okay. Here we go, Trish. I don't think that the Liver King is a net positive, but I don't care if someone else is stupid. Enough. You don't don't think that he's what? a net positive. I, how can how can you say that? I don't think he's not harming anybody by. I literally know a person who would get liver and would eat it and would give it to their dog as a result of the liver king. Dude, there's tens of thousands of people, 
hundreds of thousands. I, well, I know one, like very, very close who did it. And I was like, what are you doing this for? It was unfortunately thought it would help him look like the liver king. <laughs> and I'm like, no. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, so there's definitely people out there. But that's but not, but that's not, but day, don't you think that's a net positive? If, in here, there's still like, what did the liver do? What he say it would do? And it's always going to like sit in there for the rest of this guy's life. It's not beneficial to create a lie to tell the truth. I don't think he did that. That that's my that's my point, Trish. I think create, I think what he did was create is create a lie. What I was mean, part of that are you sitting on? I, I I believe that he did it with the goal in mind that he was so passionate about the the lifestyle that he found that saved his kid's life, and and that he just ran with it. And that it turned into what it is. By the way, did you hear what he said at the end of that podcast, of that that clip last night? Have you watched that clip where he says, "Yeah, that's I, I, I reaction to." Yeah. Okay. And he says we'll basically, go. "Hey, eighty. I talk about all the time that eighty-five percent of men have low self-esteem, and I'm the one of the reason them. I wanted to do it. I was the like, whole reason because when I read those emails initially, <laughs> I picked up on that when he was talking about his love handles and how his growth hormone at ten thousand dollars a month wasn't working, and that he works out like a maniac, and he." By the end of the day, can't even stand up straight because he's so beat up and he does all of these things to a T. I'm like, that sounds like somebody who's had body dysmorphia, mental issues. And then well, he, he was built. He was bullied when he was a kid. That is go. where all of this stems from is because he was bullied as a kid. Uh, Bruce, go. so I, I have I mean, heard it from about little boys, right? Like he wants to help out younger dudes. Is this thing with the same people? Is this thing with the son even true? So. I, I know two other people who know him and knew him one 10 years ago and one five years ago. And they've said it's a hundred percent true. So would I be willing to bet my kid's life on it? Fuck no. But as a data point, uh, you got, you've got multiple sources. Yeah. Uh, do, and, and these are people who know him, who've been to his house, who hung out with him. Uh, Melissa Odier, uh, do you think the entire liver King story was planned from the leak email to his confession? I thought so until he released that one from yesterday. Unless he's the world's greatest actor, he seemed genuinely like fucked up about it. <laughs> I spoke to someone over there who is a senior member of the uh, team, uh, and from the from the correspondence I had with them, it does not sound like it was fabricated. It sounds like they are um, dealing with it, it's something they have to deal with, but but. At the end of the day, they know that their core tenants are the um, nine ancestral tenants, and that's what they need to just keep talking about and focusing on. I hope I get them on soon, too. I hope I get them on soon, too. And do you know why I want to get them on? Are you asking? Or is yeah. it rhetorical? Both. Can it be both? Uh, because you're the only one who – I mean, I think you're the best podcast of them of the ones I've heard. Yeah, Most real it, conversation. Yeah. I, 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 I swear to fucking God, it's because I, I want to. Everyone who comes on your show looks better by the time they've gotten off. Yeah. And I, yeah, exactly. And I want to, I want to like, I want to be, I, I want to be a part of his, um, I want to contribute to his healing process if I can. His rebirth. Oh yeah. You think it'll get a lot of views? I never even thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> it might. It might. No way, dude! The uh, video you put up last night—it's almost at a million already. The one, oh, that's wow. Uh, I, hey, I will say, uh, Scott Perkins is Dalton. Her, uh, Dalton was on for the first hour. What? A, what a gentleman! Love that guy. What a class act. 
No, that's me. Excited uh, for him. Uh, I, I am really surprised at how many people are being nice to him. There are a lot of compassionate comments in there. Are you surprised at how many people are being nice to him? Um, I think for every two bad, there's one good, and that seems about right. No, I mean, you I just everyone really, just trash him. Yeah, and the yeah. Why do you think that people miss your message that you're sending in that video? That they keep focusing on the fact that they feel lied to, that they personally watch something and they feel lied to. Why do you think that wasn't even the message of your uh, video? But yet, that's what people are stuck on. I think it's because of expectations. They set themselves uh, up I've for got failure. a couple of ways that I could think about that. Um, do you have the time to be all that invested in somebody like the liver king? Or do you just see what it is for what it is and you're like, oh, okay, I got you. And then you move on with your life. Like so, Sometimes I think that there's there's too much invested into something for whatever reason. But I just saw what he was doing. I've always known that he was using steroids. And I, at the end of the day, I think that what it came across as is he was trying to make people work out, exercise, sleep better, eat better, remove themselves from technology. And I was cool with that. But I've always known that. And I don't know why. <laughs> and I never, ate, an liver because, I you are, never ate liver because of him, <laughs> thinking it would you, make me look like him. And did, I don't did, know if I'm an expert, but – I'm informed. Yeah, okay, you're informed. I think you're an expert. Compared to thank, me, you're a fucking you. expert. So, uh, Gigi Strong, uh, people feel like he was actually talking to them personally. Hey, hey I, I, got, I got a way I can put this. About six or eight months ago, you said something would improve the quality of my videos vastly. Do you remember what it was? Microphone. And? Uh, more, more shirt. Oh. Depth of field. Oh, right. I right. need a camera that would have aperture with it. And right. do you remember how, how I was able to talk about that or no? I was talking to Alexis about this like two days ago. No, tell me. And tell then, me how great I am. And then maybe it was, yeah. Yesterday, I told you I was looking into getting a camera. Yeah. And I don't know if you noticed this, but I was like, dude, I can actually talk with him about cameras now. Like the freaking old head of media of CrossFit who has every camera ever and can speak on cameras. Six to eight months ago, I couldn't do it. But oh, right. You were, you were, you actually blew me away how knowledgeable you were. I was like, all right, what sort of lens do I need? Is a 35 going to be better than a 20? Should I get a 24 to a 70? Like, which one should I get? And that's like, which camera should I get? And you can get the FX3. And I'm like, well, what about the Sony A7IV-S? And it's like, all right. right. And we just kept on going. But the only reason that I got to that point was because I got obsessed with not wasting my resources on something that was wrong. And I don't think many people wanted to look into the liver king that deep or everything that he was talking about to that extent. But there are people who do that sort of stuff, and you guys are part of them. And there's a lot of people in the comments section who do that same thing. They're like really look into it, and then you can find what's true and what isn't true that way. So like you can just go pick up some piece of shit camera, but then you're going to be frustrated when you find out that it's on steroids. <laughs> right. It, it's uh, just like what, how you want to do your research. And yes. I'm not an expert. I'm just more informed now. I think you're an expert, but okay. Uh, uh, so, uh, Melissa says this whole thing to get 1 million followers after all. So it was to get marketing sales, get richer. Here's the thing. I don't think that I see what you're saying, but I think you're looking at the second, <laughs> third or fourth or fifth floor of the building. The thing is this, he did it. He, he stumbled across this to, he stumbled across this to, uh, to save his sons. 
And it would be so easy to argue and retort to that, that he wanted the 1 million followers. Sure. There's nothing wrong with wanting to make more money. I would love, I love doing this podcast. I love it. I would not do it if I didn't love doing it. I mean, sure as fuck. No, Caleb wouldn't be doing it if he wasn't fucking in part of an equity uh, camp. But, um, it, 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 it's not, I'll, let me tell you, I'm the first person to tell you, I can't wait till I make a hundred million dollars a year off this podcast. Oh, that'd be cool. Me too. Thank you. I knew, I knew I knew I liked you for a reason. So just because he wanted to get a million followers so that he could spread his message more and make more money and get his supplements to people, I, I don't see that as undermining his. Well, here somebody's had a good comment. Let me let me let me pitch this one to you. Yeah, I've been very vocal about how I dislike the whoop, and I read my comments. People think that oh, Andrew just talks shit. I'm like, no, I try to read as much as I can. Um, once it comes out that the whoop sucks, which it does. And it's very comparative to how the liver King came out about how he's on steroids. Does it not, are they comparable in the way where you can say, well, at least it's making people work out the same way where at least the liver sure. King promoted. Yeah. Cause sure. that was a, that was my kickback was sure. in every video, even like when I push the buttery bros a little bit, like it's cool. That they've got the community. And if the community is what makes them work out harder and they want to get at the top of the leaderboard, then that's all well and good. And if you want to spend your money to get there, and it helps you, hell yeah. But if you're somebody who really wants to know about the metrics, then push it away. <laughs> how much does a, how much does a whoop cost? I believe it's thirty a month. It, how much does just the like that the 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 watch thing cost? I believe you sign up for the subscription at this point. When I first got mine, it was yeah. Oh, and you get it free if you sign up for the subscription. They send it to you. I believe yeah. so. But it's what's basically the, a dud if you don't have the subscription. And, and, and what's the uh, minimum subscription you can buy? 30 bucks a month. Oh, so you, you can just sign up for one month and you get I think that. You thing? can sign up for a longer period. And it gets down to 20 or $22 yeah. a month. Okay. The longer you, the longer you get a subscription, the cheaper it is. Hey man, if you buy the whoop and it, and it, at, for 30 bucks and it helps you uh, do 30 workouts harder than you've ever gone before, that was the best 30 bucks you ever spent easily. And I can agree with that. And I think I've said that a handful of times. So it frustrates me when I, you know, maybe say something and it doesn't come across the right way. Like also someone goes, you said you'd sell your soul for $250,000 to Noble. And I go, no, I believe what I said was I would wear their stuff as long as I could still say <laughs> what I wanted to say about their products. If I liked it, I liked it. If I hate their shoes, at least I'm uh, my Noble, I would like, I would like you dear Noble. Dear racist, homophobic, child-hating, women-hating company, Noble. Um, I think I would love to see you guys offer uh, Andrew Hiller. Let's start at five thousand dollars. Let's fuck with Hiller to wear Nobles for a year. I think he'll for five thousand bucks. He'll he'll wear them for a year, and um, he won't say anything bad about them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He might not say anything anything good about him, but let's just offer him. I want to see if he can say no. And if he says no, offer 10,000. I'll tell you right now, I might say no to five. And I'll, (laughs) and I also, God, the word might is going to hold me up so bad. I'll say no to five. That's all I hung on to is might. That's all I I hung on to. I I said it. I'm like, God, people only hear one thing. He said might. (laughs) Uh, Jeremy World. Every single one, I'd be like, Still wearing Metcons, or these are the Reebok ones that I got for being the Judge Zellos. They were free. They're on my feet. They don't beat me up. I hear you guys, but he straight up lied. Correct? Sure, he 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 lied. Uh, can you? What's the definition of lied? 
Okay, let's just get it. Sure, he has done a lot to help improve people's lives, but why not just say my subs will improve your lives, but you won't look like me unless you juice? I, I can't. I'm, because I can't. no one would freaking listen to him. Then that's the whole thing. No one. No one will. Oh God. I but but maybe, but he maybe, didn't maybe, say maybe Paul wrong. Maybe Paul yeah, I like this comment. The biggest guy. Say that again, Hiller. Name, name someone who has done everything to a T the right way, at least from what we can believe in, and has made as big of an impact as fast as it has been made the way he did. Like Paul Saladino's got what four or five hundred thousand followers, and he promotes a very similar message. But very often, it's got to be something wacky that brings you to where you want to be as quick as it got there. Yeah, true. Rich Froning. That's good. Very good. Nice job, Jeremy. Unfucked. I, I Jeremy, I agree with you. I, I, I and, and I, I like Hiller's response too, but you're right. Like, yeah, it would be interesting to see if we could go back in time and he would have just said, yeah, I'm doing steroids. Uh, an intentional false statement. Okay. And, and so he, so he was lying. He was making, <laughs> intentionally <laughs> false statements uh jiggy josh i don't agree that no one would listen to him if he would have just had to do something people respected like murph for 365 and people i don't know that's one that guy jim uh jim broski is like done some of the craziest shit ever and, and well maybe if he maybe that guy should come out with a supplement line <laughs> what do you have a million followers then hey where he do you rank well tiktok i think Jim? Where do you rank Jim in terms of just crazy feats of just shit people have done? He's up there with, I mean, I wouldn't know if he's up there with the Ross. You know who Ross Edgley is? No, but I, like, oh shit, did he, I feel an earthquake? Oh no. Yeah, not again. Oh, uh, David, Go I mean, it's David Goggins shit what Jim does. Correct. It really is, dude. dude Chad dude, dude, with the vest. Day, yeah. Chad uh, with the vest and burpees. Like, fuck Jim you. Jim is awesome. Yeah. It I mean, it, that, it, it's batshit crazy what he does. I'd have liked to see him. You know what I would do? They should, let, they should let him come to the games and just do every workout just to see what would Jim do. And the crowd just cheers him on. Uh, no, okay, Ross Edgley. Why? What's he do? He's the dude who swam around the UK. Like, oh, yeah, that's... Stopping. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I, think I, think I, think I reached out to that guy. Three days. He's cool. And he he did the triathlon. He put a tree on his back and ran a marathon. Just shit like that. Reminds me of Jim. I did merch I mean, every day. Just this, dude, this dude's also juicing, by the way. Oh, he is. I mean, Openly? he hasn't said it anywhere. I don't believe. I haven't kept up with him, but I. Yeah, <laughs> there's his buddy Chris Hemsworth. So Chris, beautiful, Chris Trendsworth. Yeah, he's good looking. Uh, I watched Limitless and Dude Swam Around the UK. What? I just, when I think of the, when you think it's, he didn't just do Murph 365 days, he did his other workouts, but the Murphs he did were fucking crazy. He did, did he did so many iterations that would just, hey, I, th no, I think. No, 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 now imagine, imagine he has a supplement line and imagine he looks like, uh, I don't know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Does it get more traction? Does it get more traction if he's also like eating random crap as he's doing it? Or I don't, I don't even know what he would have to do. It's not enough that he looks like Brad Pitt. He does look like Brad Pitt. Um, yeah. Maybe that's why he's where he's at. But I don't know how did Brad Pitt get to where he was. 
luck? By making the greatest yeah. movie of all time. Which one? They're all good. He just came out with a movie at Bullet Train. That's awesome. Brad Pitt. What's the movie that everyone feels? Oh, Troy. 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 The movie that's 10 times great. better than Gladiator. Troy. Uh, oh, it's 10 times better. It, it's twice good. as good. Thank you. Gladiator, it's good, but it's You're going to get a lot of shit for that. That's an unpopular opinion. I'm sorry I had to drag you into my mud hey, again. Hey, I love Troy. Jim's got 85,000 followers on TikTok. Wow. Yeah, so he's doing he's doing well. He's had a video with 30, 370,000 views on TikTok and 1.6 million. Yeah. Uh, m- 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 where does he have 1.6 million followers? On this TikTok video. Oh, shit. Which has 170,000 likes. Uh, Melissa Odier, Sevon, you are biased. I understand you're defending a friend. We love you for your loyalty, unlike Paul, lack of integrity. Here, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that there's I, there's definitely a piece to it that he's my friend and I know him. But I think I, I think I have a dislike for kicking anyone when they're down. I, I don't, I think, I think that those, I think maggots eat dead shit, um, vultures, uh, hyenas. I think of, you know, spray cats and dogs. Yeah. Just th- that behavior of kicking someone when they're down, I find unhealthy. And I, and I, when people are hurting, I think I, it's much more fun to kick people when they're up there, right? <laughs> I mean, like, like, how much? What? What? What would be a better role model for people out there to show him compassion and love and forgiveness? Or and I hate that word forgiveness because it insinuates that like I held something against him. There's no better gift that you can give another man than setting them free. That's why I've always said like if if I could if all my neighbors would be gay men I would love it. I would love to just because I just feel free around gay men. I would love to be able to they walk out to me all the time. Yeah, all that shit. Yeah, good for your self esteem. Huge confidence boost. It's like, uh, <clears throat> and that's what the worst thing about being around social justice warriors. No, no one wants to be around someone who's not letting you be free. We want to be free. I want to be comfortable just walking to my mailbox just naked. I, I, I you know, that's like, Stefan's mission statement. I want to be free walking to my mailbox and naked. Yeah. <laughs> no, you need that doing- shirt. I'm not doing any. I, I'm in. I'm in Newport. I, Dude, I, I woke I, up this morning and I yeah. saw that you had been live for Dubai, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I saw a link. I was like, "No, I missed it." Bill Grundler's a it. fucking stud, dude. I clicked on a four thirty, and you were on with Bill. I was like, "No, no, 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 no." God, Bill Grundler's a stud. He How came did on. Go? It was it good? Uh, I thought we were good. I thought was we were great. Stairs? I can't believe how much fun I had with Grundler. Yeah, they had a guy and and and. They had a guy at the bottom of the stairs for a while and the guy at the top. Um, but I just had fun hanging out with Bill and, and we had, I don't know, a thousand people come through and watch the show. Like we, we held about 250 steady. It was cool. And we with no notifications. I don't, why aren't these people, why wouldn't someone at Dubai just be like, hey, Sevon, here's our schedule. Uh, we're going to give you two fucking slaves that we have here in uh dubai and they'll hold iphones for you and film shit for you and and you can cover the event like i don't think they have slaves in dubai whatever i'm i'm being (laughs) i'm I'm just being hostile towards my middle eastern is it 40 degrees where you're at in dubai right now (laughs) (laughs) 
why, so what, you're using why wouldn't they give you a schedule and someone to record for you? Like, dude, we can jer- like even even the, we could jerk anyone off. We can blow anyone up. We can love on any event. Like what we, if you're throwing, like even the PFL, they just had Kayla Harrison fight. If they would have just like once a week sent me people to interview for the last year, they would have made an extra half million dollars this year. If, if Dubai was like, Hey, Sevon, um, we're going to give you two guys with iPhones here and we're going to give you the schedule and we're going to let you, we're not going to give you our stream, but we're going to just let you like what we do for Wadapalooza. I mean, we only bring good shit to events and it's free for them. Are they worried they would detract from, are they doing a stream? Yeah. Were they, are they worried that it would detract from their stream or no? At, at the end of the day, I think all they should care about is promoting their event and their sponsors because they're not making shit off their stream. But, but I mean, look at what we, we, we don't, I think we only enhance everything we do. Yes. Savon, I, yeah. Bruce Wayne, I would have given Bruce Wayne a t-shirt and a, a, a airline ticket in the luggage compartment and it had gone and done says it. We can jerk off anyone and blow them. Yeah. Thank you, Heidi. Yes. Yeah, we totally can. Yes. <laughs> That's why we have Heidi. That's why we have access to Wadapalooza. No, I no, I I, uh, <laughs> I I I didn't ask about this specific event, but I've contacted those guys before, and it it quickly, I've contacted those guys before on Instagram, and it's not. It, I don't have the bandwidth to jump whatever. I I don't recall what the exact details were, but I didn't have the bandwidth to jump through the hoops they want. It's not like I mean, like we're going to cover Wadapalooza. Speak it's, on those hoops, I'm, I don't know them. I don't know them either. I can't think of them, but let me tell you, we're going to cover Wadapalooza. read the email. Let me tell you how Wadapalooza works. We're covering the Zealous Games, and I get a text from the vice president of Loud and Live, uh, the vice president of sport over at Loud and Live. Hey, great. And I got a text from a lot of uh, people. Uh, great job on what you're doing. You guys are doing some game changer shit. A few days later, I text them back. Hey, dude, I'd love to uh, do anything I can with Wadapalooza. Okay, cool. Let's jump on the call. We jumped on a call. We talked to him for five minutes. He's like, hey, really, you need to be – I love all this. Can you talk to our media director, Shayna? Now, next week, we're going to talk to Shayna. It'll be done. That's it. All they ask is, like, they said that they, they – I think the only thing they said is they asked me not to hate on, and they gave me, like, someone I shouldn't hate on. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. I don't have to hate on that person. That, for a price. That, that, that entity. And that's it. And so now we're going to go to Wadapalooza and we're only going to add value to their event. I'm sure Will Branstetter is going to make some cool Wadapalooza shit. We're going to have fucking our regulars on. We're going to get to see John Young and make fun of him and Tyler Watkins and Spin. And, and Matt Souza's already bought his ticket there. And Caleb will be fucking like falling asleep online because he has to be on for six days straight doing Wadapalooza. Six we make, days. We get to watch Andrew Hiller do the just out of his mind and cheating. I mean, it's going to be... <laughs> it's gonna be dope, and it's it's just it's just we we don't take anything. We only bring an ad value. We're talking about it now. So you're welcome. Are you talking about Dubai or Wadapalooza or both? I guess both. Everything, anything we anything we talk about except the Whoop and Noble, we add value to. I don't think we're helping Whoop or Noble sales. You don't think so? I don't. You would have to be fucking crazy to buy a pair of Nobles after uh, w- watching either of us speak about it um, or, or looking at the comments of what people think about their stuff. I've heard that TYR shoes are nice. Also, I've heard that they're called Tear, <clears throat> which is uh, also something everyone should know, I guess, at this point. But I swam growing up, and as a swimmer, it was always TYR. And now as a CrossFitter, I've been told it's Tear. 
by people oh. who should know, which is interesting for anyone who's curious. I, I want a pair of the words wrong. I want a pair of those shoes. I want a pair of those shoes. Me too. Uh, by the, what those tear shoes that Colton was wearing were dope. Uh, Jeffrey Birchfield, by the way, if anyone is interested, pay him camp three. That's Josh Bridges camp is up and coming up and going. If you want to participate and work out with Josh in California, what's the dates on that? I know, you know, what's so crazy. What's cool about Josh's camp. I heard a mom and her a mom and her son went to one of his camps. Josh is cool as shit. Hey, Josh is a real one. If you meet Josh, he's actually going to be cooler than you actually oh. think. Like, if you think he's a 10, you're going to meet him, and you're going to think he's a 12. He's cool. Uh, Sevon, uh, you have to kiss some ass. Don't wait till they come to you. Uh, I, I did. I did. I, I, I DM'd him, and we started some conversations. Let me tell you something. Two guys from fucking Dubai came out to the CrossFit Games one year. I think it might be the two guys who still run it. And I could not have been any fucking nicer to them. I got them into i think the suite into greg's private suite and and, and sat with them uh and got them good time with greg i think as i recall hiller let's get some fitness in i'll drive down jeremy paid you two dollars to come work out with me uh january 20th where, where, where are you from jeremy january 20th at four uh to january 22nd um and la mesa california will be uh the pay him camp okay i Maybe I'll text Josh and have him come on and talk to him about that. So that's another thing. Like a company like Tier, I would love to work with them too and just interview like inter- – like they, I would love it if those people were like, hey, we got this athlete and they're amazing. Um, do you want to interview them? Uh, fuck, yeah. Oh, that actually seems too easy. No? Yeah. yeah. They have, They have a whole horde of athletes now. And um, I always like their stuff as a swimmer. You don't think Danielle Brandon looks good when she comes on this podcast? Is that what you mean? D- uh, uh, yeah, Mr. Opex didn't have – that didn't work out so good. But I do like Wait, what, 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 wrong, what went wrong with her? I thought it was fine. Yeah. Unless they're talking about the noble shoes suck part, but I thought that it was fine too. <clears throat> okay, this is a great question. Adam Blakesley. Can we pull up Colton Merton's Instagram account, Caleb? Have you seen this shit? Are you talking about the burpees and the muscle-up? My God. Go ahead. You can talk shit about Colton. You think you think he sucks? Hell no. Oh. Colton's the man. Yeah, this is nuts. I, I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone's going to beat him. To answer your question, how many does he get? Does he play the whole thing? How many bar muscle ups can you do in thirty seconds? Three, Three four. Oh man, that locker is just five. He's almost hitting his head on the ceiling. Six. Hiller will keep count. Seven. <laughs> Eight. Feel free yeah, to know. I, I, I did this for an ungodly amount of time not too long ago. 10. 10. 11. Oh, that one's questionable. 12. They're all like right there. 13, 30 seconds. Yeah. I think that's no pretty good. That's, what, what did you get in 30 seconds? I've, okay, I've wait, we'll talk, we'll no, talk no. about it after this. Is that three? Three. Four. Five. Six. So it's fast. Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Nice shoes. 18, yeah. 19, 20, 1, 2, 
Five. Is he slowing down at all? Six. I don't think so. A little bit. Seven. Eight. Nine. Thirty. One. <clears throat> Thirty-two. Wow. Thirty-three. Thirty-four. Oh my god. Thirty-five. Six. Okay, it's gotta be thirty-six then, huh? Holy damn. Yeah, no one's beating that. I don't think so. I didn't. I wonder where he did that. I didn't know any of his. Sh- look, look at dude. That he's on concrete. I just that just registered. Holy, oh, on concrete. And look at like anywhere I picture where Colton is isn't that nice. Like look at those. That, that those are like g- real garage doors, like from Home Depot and shit. I just figured like it'd be like. <laughs> I think he's on a farm. I just picture well, like, pigs like, right running around. And- what is this competition? Go to the world leaderboard. Can we, can we can we look at this? Can we see like what the scores are on there? Can we pull the leaderboard up? <laughs> That'd be cool. Oh shit! They have an Instagram at World Leaderboard. Yeah, but uh, there's probably also a leaderboard, and we'll His see. His poor he's balls. Uh, thirty-six <laughs> and thirty-six and thirty. Look at Bruce wants some. Look at Bruce. Uh, I did look at this, and they've picked up at least twenty followers since I last looked. So Colton's got some power. He pumped them. Uh, sc- scroll down a little bit. Let's see. Uh... If you if you click on the B leaderboard, does it bring you somewhere? If you can beat this, oh yeah, okay. You mean that that link up top, the dot com link? Can you beat Street Horner in looking the best in this CrossFit space? No, you can't. <laughs> Pull ups in ninety seconds. Oh yeah, Nick Matthews did something with them also. Oh, so what's he got? Can you can you can we see? Sure. That, uh, does it bring you to a video? I just want to know the number. That'd be sick. Yeah. Matthew, you're going to be doing a ninety second. Get on the board. What does that button do? I think you just you can do it. Try it yourself. Uh, I'm gonna freaking count ninety seconds with the pull ups. I don't think that's the best idea. It's also glitchy. You can probably go to his Instagram too. Faga. What? <laughs> Faga. I don't know what that means. I've always liked the lights he's got in his affiliate. The lights. Yeah. I bet I, like, get, I, I bet I can get close to him in that. Pull-ups, pull-ups? Pull-ups in 90 seconds, yeah. I've done uh, 90 chest bars in uh, one set. I think it took a minute 20. No shit. Uh, that's like my. That's like the tippy top of my. Did your hands tear? Uh, yeah, they did. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Nicholas Oberholzer has can't be right. 78? Okay. Guys, One, go. I can do that right now. <laughs> Those, wow. 78, uh, 90 seconds, one minute. Wow. All right, how badly do I want my hands to tear? <laughs> uh, but he needs to stop those crop tops. Don't get us canceled, please. Let's. We can't talk about people's clothes, please. But I agree with you. Uh, off the record, I agree with you. I think they're hideous. Oh, I love his crop tops. All right, fine. That's okay. Shit. All right, all right, all right, guys. I got to do this. Is that what? cool? Can I go do this 90-second pull-up thing? Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. Holy shit. You're crazy. Wait, have you worked out today yet? I did, yeah. I got a really good workout. Oh, God. Don't hurt yourself. Like, pull a lad or something on my show. No, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. 
Oh my God! Are you kidding me? California, <laughs> nuts, man. dude! You are nuts. It's it's only seventy eight pull ups. Wow. At, I weighed two oh two this morning. Holy cow! Oh my goodness! Hi, Kroom, do it. Are you you can't? He's gonna hurt himself. This is he's too big. <laughs> that's that's rude. If he dies, he dies. If he dies, <laughs> he dies. What movie? What movie, Hiller? Oh, uh, Hiller, can you take your shirt off? Thank you. <laughs> Do it for the gram. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My God. Shred City. Hey, okay. Yeah, we see it. Hey, I guarantee you none of the other dudes weighed over. What Nick Matthews is probably the heaviest. What's he weigh? Like 161? Yeah. Oh, I think you're muted, Caleb. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. Nuts. Uh, Andrew Hiller doing max pull-ups in 90 seconds. Man, he set that timer quick. Cold. Cold, yes. And you know it's freezing in that garage, too. Literally. Yeah. We can't hear you. Can't hear you. Don't worry about Don't worry about turning on the mic for us. Don't forget the chalk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn on your mic. Thank you. All right. Now you can hear me, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah boy. Yeah, boy. I was going to say something, but I don't remember. This is Stop. like, this challenge is made for me, by the way. This is, this is like my jam. <clears throat> Unlike Grace, that one scared the shit out of me. This one should be fine. Don't listen to him, people. He's 202 pounds. This is nuts that he's doing he's this. He's a thick old boy. Yeah. No, no one over 180 will enter this comp. I wonder what Nick Matthews weighs. 174. Here we go. Andrew Hiller. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two. Three more. 76. Two more. Two more. 77. Oh, I don't know about that one. Oh, no. 76. Oh, you got 79. Oh, that's your guess. I think you got 76. Holy shit. Maybe 77 at the buzzer. Hey, let me. Wow. Oh, nice tear. Oh, shit. Oh, Oh, my God. Hey, Hiller, let me see your your lats. Flex your lats for me. 
Yeah, crazy. <laughs> Fucking nuts, dude. I'm pretty oh, pissed geez. off. <laughs> <sighs> I, what was the what was the record there? It was 77? 78. 78. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. All right. I'm calling California hormones. Chase Brian 918. Damn it. If uh on that note, um uh you said it, Chase, not me. Uh CA Hormones is located in California. They serve all 50 states, uh, I believe, in the United States. Is that true, Andrew? Yeah. True. Uh, someone the other day said they don't uh, serve service one of the Carolinas. I don't think that's true. Uh, if you use the code Hiller or the code Sevon, you will get a free doctor's consultation. If you live in California, you can get your blood work for free. If not, your insurance will pay for your blood work, and you can still get the free doctor's consultation uh, with them. Uh, and I am sitting in the uh, in Newport Beach in the California Hormones uh, Estate. Yeah, palace. Uh, what a stud. Hiller's the man. I know, Eric. That was nuts. I'm upset that I couldn't do it, but – <clears throat> whatever <laughs> you're I'll try, I'll try again later why did you, you didn't even, why did you, you didn't even be the second guy huh i didn't even be the second guy <laughs> wait a minute i did no. beat nick though yes you crush nick. Right, you yeah. a consolation prize right hey I um i should have come down i didn't even think of that i could have broken it up <laughs> why did you stop were you losing your grip yeah i felt because you look strong i felt that go oh so, yeah, I felt my grip going, and I should have just come down. I thought I had to be unbroken, which was stupid. <laughs> hey, I, 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 if let's say you were to do that and you, and you, and you had time to warm, warm up, <laughs> what, what's the temp in the garage, by the way? I have a heater in here. It's nice. It's 65. Okay. Uh, how would, how would you cold like? That's cold for seven. Yes, yeah, freezing. How would you have liked to warm up for that? Um, fucked. <sighs> They're, just, yeah. they're all cramped up. How would you have liked to warm up for that? What would you have done to warm up? Rowing, skiing. Uh, probably mixed in some pull-ups in between those. PVC pipe pass-throughs. <laughs> Ring rows. Probably would have taken uh, upwards of 15 minutes to get ready for that. Yeah, do not try that at home. That's good, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Damn. Yeah, whatever. Look at you know it's good when David likes it. Oh yeah, thanks, David. That guy's a hard dude, Harley. hard man. Crud. Uh, I I do want to uh, speaking of hardened men. I'm reading this book that you guys really have to read. the The author of this book is coming on. The audio book is so f- incredibly good. It's called The Longest Kill. I really, I cannot believe the story this guy is telling. Uh, the guy who wrote it is um, it's Craig Harrison's life, Sergeant Craig Harrison. It's his journey from basically being a kid to uh, I'm, uh, I have two hours and 43 minutes left in it. It is a long listen. It I never want to stop it. You know, one of those audiobooks. I just cannot believe sometimes I have to cover my face. Like Lord of the Rings. <clears throat> I haven't read. I read Lord of the Rings like in the seventh grade. I think this. No way. Th- have you read this, Caleb? I wonder if this would. If you could handle this, I wonder if this would be like too close to home for you. I'll I'll give it a listen. I started listening to Fighter Pilot with Robin Olds recently, so it's in the same vein. The stuff that this guy has been through in his life, oh my goodness! I I I don't think he'll he can never be normal. All right, not even close. But he, he was really fucking good at his job, though. Really good. 
He's so good at his job. It's so crazy how good he is. He has so much fucking integrity. Uh, Sevi, do you do you drive when? Yeah, I drove here. Yeah, like seven hours with the kids in the car. Yep, I drove. I don't. I don't know if I'll ever fly again. <laughs> at least in a on a commercial flight. I just. I, I I really am a anyway. You are a what? No, I don't like. I went into Whole Foods the other day. I couldn't even stand it. I hadn't been in there in a couple of years. And I just can't. Stand it. Let me see those again. Can you make him big and we can look at those? How about that one that's black and blue? Is that one gonna what, what's gonna happen there? The one under your ring. I usually leave that there for a couple of days. That's a giant blood blister underneath the skin. Yeah, if you pop it now, it'll just look like that. But if you keep that on, it's like a band aid. That doesn't hurt at all. These hurt like motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, man. It's all good. Uh, are you working out again today? No. After this, I have a client, and then I'll make a video. Is, is that fun, um, just being able to do that? What do you mean? Like, like if I, like if I could pull a bar in here, like I could probably, like with this camera on me, I could probably do, I don't know, I want to say 20. Hmm. Well, to be honest, I really thought I'd be able to do like a hundred. So wow. the number, it's just a lack of conditioning and volume in the training. So it's cool to be able to do it. Yeah. And as far as people ask about the elbow, it's, uh, it's better. It's way better than it was. Hey, well that, let me see you do this thing. Well, right now my oh. fists are blowing yeah, up. Yeah. If I were to wow. do it, like this is kind of where it is. <laughs> Uh, Stefan, what did you think of the latest video on Noble Hillervit? Uh, no, uh, which one? Yeah, I'm sure I loved it. Which one? Oh, Caleb, you're muted. Oh, I love There is a call. Oh, thanks, Tyler. How did you know there was a caller? I could hear it. Because I can hear it. Oh, I can't even hear it. My shit's all loud as fuck. Caller, hi. (laughs) Now they're gone. Oh, so I'm not going to be able to hear the callers, I don't think. I guess not. Because my I I brought the wrong Now she's Angela Merkel. I, I have know. a crazy pump going right now. <laughs> I was kind of worried about my arms over my head. <sighs> oh, the whole world. Oh, wow. The whole world. So, okay. I got to figure out my shit. My eyes. So, so I, I, there's, a pl- there's a plug I didn't bring. I have to order one on Amazon. <sighs> my arms match my eyes. Oh my God. That's good. Um. All right. You guys are a lucky group of people to have gotten to see so much great stuff today. Started the show with Dalton Rasta, then chatted about LeBron and the Liver King. And then uh, after all that four play, we climaxed with Andrew Hiller doing 76 pull-ups in 90 minutes. Good for 90 seconds. 90 seconds. Good, good for third place. Oh, great. Yes. Now put your legs over your head. Yeah, that would be awesome. I can do that. 
You can't do that. <laughs> Both of them at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. Uh, thank you, everyone, for checking in. Andrew Hiller, thanks for jumping on uh, with us. Um, Alexis, thank you for sharing your <laughs> fiance. Oh, she's working right now. Oh, okay. Fuck you, Alexis. Told you. Uh, she's out there making all the money. Making that cheddar. Uh, Caleb Beaver, thank you for participating in the uh, equity experiment and sneaking away to do the show. Pleasure. So you go- oh, who do we have tomorrow? We have no one. We have no one scheduled tomorrow. Okay, cool. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Bye-bye.